podcast off the show. That's it. We we about to go. Look like everybody's up. Yo, the levels is good. The levels is good. Water boy. Look like we're good. All right, let's get this shit started. Okay, okay, okay. Big man, you want to hear some hot takes? Let's see how woke you are. You know something about podcasts? Yo, diga me. Get me or what, man? I got these three drunk uncles with a sports podcast. They say they got fire takes. Pure fuego. You find them wherever you listen to podcasts. At. If it's what they say it is, you like and you subscribe. Listen, like, and subscribe. Yeah. You know how to call into the show? Yeah, man. Do the Podbean app. You'll need headphones with a mic to call in. That's no problem, man. They'll also be at Sharky's. 8.07 p.m. on the first Wednesdays of the month. You may get some free Bluetooth. And they keep receipts or so. If anything happens in the sports world, Mighty's gonna drop a take faster than a rabbit gets fucked. There's only three things I have in this world. My word, my belts, and this podcast. And I don't break them for nobody. My T Sports Season 7. Oh shit, here we go, here we go, here we go. And welcome back to another edition of the My Team Sports Podcast. I'm your host, the one knowing Dallin Domar Taylor, a.k.a. Mr. Energy himself, a.k.a. the Chocolate Boy Wonder, a.k.a. the Motor Mouth for the South, a.k.a. the One Take Wonder. Because, you know, we don't, we, don't, we don't edit these shits. Let's let you guys know. So if you ever hear a bad podcast or a bad recording, just know that I didn't even go back and listen to it after. I basically recorded it. I shared it. and was like, oh, that should be good. Now, I do go back and I listen sometimes, and I'm like, eee, that's a bad one. But this is one take, one to listen. If you guys catch this in the first 48 hours of the podcast, you probably get the most rawest form of the podcast. What's going on, chill? Well, welcome to the podcast. Got one of the drunk uncles making it in. It's another in Fuego Day in the hottest city in the world, folks. It is just about 9.17. We started the podcast. It is September 22nd. You're talking about season six, episode eight, excerpt 341 of the My T Sports Podcast. They said we were supposed to have highs of 88 and lows of 73. You already know what's going to happen a little bit later. We're going to get into a whole entire show today, folks. We got, we, 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 we're going to talk about coaching matters. We got our birthdays to get into. We got that Thursday night game to talk about, right? We got the Yankees and the Mets. They're both done. We got the WNBA playoffs about to begin. We got A.A. Ron and his PD tour. We got the top 10 shooters in the NBA. We still got to finish up out. We still got to finish talking about all the games from, all the games from week two. We basically, you know, you know what Wednesday night is. Wednesday night is Homer's edition. Wednesday night is full-blown Homer's edition, folks. We got Bluetooth, all that, and more. But you know what we say, folks. Regardless of the time. Oh, wait, what happened there? Oh, oh, technical, difficult. You know what we say, regardless of the time and regardless of the weather, it's always a good time to talk some sports. So...
let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. My T Sports. Of course, I'll be the only one that's working. Yo, let's get right into the first topic of the day. Let's get into the first topic of the day. Before, before we get into any football, before we get into any football, like, there's a part of me that want to start. You know, let's just get into it. Let's go ahead and talk some basketball before we get directly into football, right? We're going to have dual first topics, right? One of them we'll brush right into it. Another one we'll get out of, right? And that's just, and that's this whole Ben Simmons saga that's going on right now. This whole Ben Simmons saga and, and him... And the way that he is going about about his business with the Philadelphia 76ers, what he's telling his teams, uh, there's interviews with Doc Rivers. Apparently, Doc Rivers is backpedaling on Doc Rivers, like, yo, you guys misunderstood me. Like, there's all kinds of shit going on over there. But let's get into this. Ben Simmons came out and he basically has told the Philadelphia 76ers, or he's put out in the media, or however you would like to phrase it, right? But he he's come out and said that he's not playing for the he's not playing for the Philadelphia 76ers. He's not he's not going to report to the team. He's not he's not going to conduct any business whatsoever with them anymore. He's saying he's basically done. To the point so much so where Ben Simmons is talking about, well, you know what? I am officially ready to sit out of this season. Lose whatever bit of money that you lose when you sit out when you sit your season out obviously. Until you guys trade me. Obviously, I don't know if you guys have heard, but directly after that Game 7 loss to Atlanta, there were some words from Joel Embiid that basically blamed the whole, blamed the loss on Ben Simmons. And from the outside looking in, most of us have also blamed, the, blamed that loss on Ben Simmons as well. It isn't just his teammate. The whole entire world damn near blamed it on him. Even his coach to an extent. To an extent. Right? But Doc Rivers has come out today and he said, like, listen, I never said that I didn't want him. What I said at that time is I'm not going to answer this question about you guys. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like, I'm not here to answer your dumbass questions. It's basically what he said. But he's come out and fully said, though, we want Ben Simmons. Like, Ben Simmons is our guy. Like, like that's my that's my dude. That's our dude. We we don't win without him. If we all go to win a championship, we all go to win with him. Listen, like we were my first year coaching with him. I was we were one game away and basically a few plays away from <clears throat> from winning a championship anyway. So I be, so he believes that hey, you get me in here, we bang this shit out for another year. You know what I mean? We, we we get him his free throw coach. We start getting him his shooting coach. We continue to get him his mind. Start um, keep getting that defense on the string the way that we like. You know, maybe maybe we need this. Maybe need we need to tweak some things. And honestly, I thought Ben. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna backtrack to the point where he was gonna say. Where he was gonna say, well, I was just talking about him as being a point guard, because we may because something that we talked about with him. Something that we probably talked about with him is if they should possibly change his position. Now, no, no, no. Doc didn't come out with any of that stuff. They basically said, like, listen, what we're trying to do is that we're trying to keep him. We ain't talk about, we ain't, we ain't say that we want to get, we, we want to leave him. He's basically the guy that we want. He's, he's our dude. Now, is he a dude right now because you can't find anything to trade for him? Who knows? What Doc Rivers is—it sounds like he's confident in—is that 
Ben Simmons is going to be wishy-washy. That he that that he's hoping that he could be a little bit fickle. And while he may want to while emotions were high for everybody, not just not just him, but the media and everybody that pointed a finger, but also Ben Simmons. And hopefully that and he and he's hoping that that Ben Simmons is still just being a little emotional. And that even though he's saying that he wants to leave, that this is something that he can be talked out of. And he's hoping that that is be, that is the case because he's saying that there's plenty of times where this has happened in the past, where players ask to leave, players are, are, are technically traded, right? And things get worked out during the off season before the season starts, and they start playing again. He's confident that hopefully that this is one of those scenarios with Ben Simmons. And you know, when he said, you know, it, it makes sense. At one point in time, hey, Kobe wanted out of L.A. Let's not forget. At one point in time, Kobe wanted out of L.A. But they made the necessary moves, you know. They had whatever whatever faith that they had in him. They, they took the necessary processes to make sure that they kept him happy to keep him there. Now, do they believe that they need to keep him happier than Joel Embiid? Who knows? But it's out there now. And... It's even to the point where teammates of of Ben Simmons has come out and said, like, hey, we want to have a word with you. We want to yap. Let's talk about this. And it's reported that Ben Simmons said, listen, I'm not flying out to you guys. Like, I'm not flying to Philly to have this talk. Like, if you guys want to talk to me, you guys have to come to wherever I'm at. We could yap here. But I'm not coming. I'm not coming to the arena. I'm not coming to the training facility. I'm not coming to the locker room. I'm not coming to the bus. I'm not coming to the building. I'm not coming to the city. Like you, you guys want to talk to me about all this shit? Then you come talk to me. I ain't do shit wrong. So, so if you guys want to make a mess, come see me. This gonna be interesting. Cause I know there was a part of me that honestly thought that there's no way that Ben Simmons is going back. Do I need to get a bottle? I'll have one Friday for sure, but for today, is it's the same situation as before. So, nothing has changed since since, since the last time. Um, so Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons gonna have a gonna have a decision to make. Are we gonna see if Ben Simmons is honestly um willing to sit out? And if he continues to sit out, if eventually, you know, Philadelphia says, okay, you've now sit out, sat out for 15 games. We know that you're serious. Let's go ahead and trade you. Like, how many games, like, how how long into the season before Philip, of Ben Simmons actually sitting out before Ben Simmons is actually gone? What I am getting tired of, though, to be honest with you, what I am getting a little bit tired of, and that is... All of these players, and we've we've kind of talked about this that this is that this is just how players are programmed now. But I'm kind of tired of all these players after they get their money like from this TV and, and security's long ass bags, and they're like, "Yo, you know, now I want to go. Now send me to so and so. Why don't you just go to so and so and get paid?" Like because all of the 
like all of the bullshit that that you have to go through, and all of the and all of the people that you have to shit on, all the headaches that you, that, that 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 you make and that you cause yourself, and all the scrutiny that, that that's good, that's 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 gonna take that that your that your that your brand is gonna take initially. Because if you don't win that championship, wherever you want to force to get traded to, it's never gonna go away. It's always gonna be brought up. It's always gonna be a side note. Like two years ago, like all you you knew you was having problems when you re, when you signed that contract. You weren't getting along with the organization then. This whole entire thing with 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 Doc Rivers now, and and, and the rest of the teammates, and the way that and and the way that he's still carrying on to this day. We'll see how long this lasts. I think I don't think that this is just about today. This is about everything that has been going on with Philly. This is about him always kind of had having some kind of beef with them, and and and, and you know what? I mean, I blame him. He, he may have, he may, he may have looked at it where he's thinking like, "Yo, like, you know what? Things are gonna change. They get Doc Rivers. You know, what? I'm buying in this year." And all of a sudden, the first time they fail, everybody throws him under the bus. He's like, "Yo, see, that's that bullshit. I can't like, like it's this whole entire place. It's just toxic, b. It don't matter who the fuck come here." He could feel like that. I've had duty stations like that. I didn't think the Philadelphia 76ers was a place like that, especially in the Doc Rivers. You know, I'm just saying. the Ben Simmons saga. Like, like, like the crack that is going on in Ben right now, right? Like, is 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 gonna be interesting to hear. As remember, we are just weeks away from the start of the NBA season. I, I wrote it down. When, when was it? I know a couple days ago we were like thirty three or thirty one days. Okay, so on the seventeenth, which is five days ago, we were thirty three days away. So we are officially twenty eight days away from the start of the NBA season. At least from the start of, from from the Knicks debut. If I'm not mistaken, we are. About within 10 days of training camp started. Which means preseason is right around the corner. Yo, I am so happy. Basketball is back, baby. Like, oh man, you guys don't understand. Like, how much, how much joy that brings me. Like, like... You know when they say there's only a few people that can like fully express on how much fun you're having, like that I, that's that's there's only a few people that can kind of express how happy I am about basketball coming back. Fun guy. <laughs> and Kawhi's one of them. <laughs> Listen, like, oh you still there? Oh, okay. So keep an eye on Ben Simmons. Keep an eye on what Philadelphia 76ers do. Let's see if they're able to amend whatever bad bonds that they have right now. Let's see if 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 Doc Rivers pulls um pulls uh what's his name? What's his name? He went to Brooklyn, the center from Oak from the LA Clippers. The guy he bodied somebody. DeAndre Jordan. Yes. Let's see if they pull a DeAndre Jordan and they end up go camping outside of his house. Just to try to get him to come back. Playing old lo Australian love ballads, you know what I mean, on, on a new school boombox. So I'm like, baby, please, baby, please, baby, baby, please, baby, please, baby, baby, please, baby, please. We'll give you one more minute and then be, baby, please, baby, please, baby, baby, please, come back. It's gonna be interesting to see. Alright, so let's go on and continue, right? 
because, like I said, I don't have a lot of basketball to talk about. We're going to get into a little bit more basketball later on in the podcast. Like, don't get it twisted. But I'm not, I don't have a lot of basketball to dwell on. I just had to really get that out before I got into the podcast. Because I knew once we got into the show today, it, it may become difficult to get back into basketball. I'm going to find some time. I'm going to find some time. I guarantee you I'm going to find some time. Let's get back in. So, you know what? Let's Now that we're done with the first topic, let's actually start the show off the way that we normally like to start the show off. And that's by doing our birthday shout-outs. Go ahead and play that beat for me. Mm. Yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cause it's your birthday. We sing happy birthday. <laughs> Alright, first birthday shout out that we have alright today is for Mickey Kuzma. You know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't research anybody to, to see how we were affiliated. Cause I'm horrible with names. I'm gonna have to see your face. Like this is why like that's nothing, right? This is why back in the day. When I first thought, like, you know, like, in, in, like, the beginning of smartphones, like, after a certain time, when I used to meet new people, right, male or female, but definitely, definitely female, but but me, when I used to meet new people, whatever, I used to take a picture with, like, hey, take a picture with me, and that way, if I got your contact information, right, like, your phone number, whatever, I can just save that profile picture to your, um, um to your, um, um, to your contact, or else I'll have no clue how the fuck i known you. Like, all of these names don't mean shit to me. Because also, like, granted, like, if I met somebody randomly at the bar, right, or, or at night or whatever, or going out, I would always have to put, like, some extra random shit as their middle name. You know what I mean? Like, it'll be, like, it'll be something like, yo, Kathy, white dress, hard nipples, beach place, hooters, not the worker, regular girl. <laughs> Simpson. You know, like, that would have to be their name. Or be like, Roger, Dreads, gave me weed, Panthers fan, but from Baltimore, Stevenson. <laughs> like, it'll be shit like that. Like, I'm like, fuck that. Hey, yo, take a picture with me. And then I still have to leave that long-ass nickname. Because something I still be like, you wake up the next day like, what the fuck did I do? Yo, who's these people in my phone? What are these new contacts? You know what I mean? And then also, and then also you know, you got to text them all right away. Just And the text right away isn't really so much to have each other's number. It's just so that you know that you got a new number that night. I'm teaching you rules. I'm teaching you tricks to the game right now, right? Go ahead. Check it. Check it. Check it. Check it, right? Teaching you two tricks of the game, right? So... It also sent a text, and the text isn't like, like, oh, really, to make sure that you have their number. The text for me was to be like, oh, okay, to make sure that your number didn't get lost in the source. Cause like I said, I completely forgot that I talked to you last night. Completely forgot. Like, like I said, I'm like a whirlwind. I'm a fucking tornado. I'm like a Tasmanian devil, be. You understand? I'm spinning the fuck around. I have eight billion fucking conversations all at once. You hear how fast I talk? Mono mouth for the south. Don't get it twisted, Mr. Energy himself. I don't even do energy drinks. This is all natural. I just learned how to focus my chi and then I... <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah. 
And that way I'd be like, yo, okay, I got a new number. And now I'd be like, okay, this is the new this is the new contacts I got. At least now, like if I'm gonna break something off or whatever, then then I know who I'm working on the week. Instead of trying to remember, like, yo, whose fucking number did I get? And then I try to I'm trying to scroll, see try to see if I can recognize a new number. I'd run into like four different people with nicknames, and I'd have to try to look 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 to the time frame of like, okay, when did I create this contact? When was the last contact? All this other stuff. Like, nah, B, I ain't trying to go through all that shit. Like there's easy ways to try to to try listen, what I used what what I used to call is that I did things so that so that sober me knew what drunk me did. Because there's a lot of things that drunk me did that sober me had no clue about. Like I tell, I, I tell him, I, used to, I, used to, you know, we never can get to these birthday shoutouts. But I used to joke with people, right, that the story of of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde was just a story about an alcoholic. And that really what it was. Somebody that I used to drink too much of the sauce, used to black the fuck out, didn't know what he did, and then went out and did a whole bunch of shit, and then blamed it on his alter, and then blamed it on some mysterious potion that brought, that, that that created an alter ego of himself. Bitch, you were drunk, and you was doing dumb shit when you was drunk, and when you got drunk, you turned into a mass murderer. Like that's how I look at that story. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's how I that's how I always broken that one down. So that's why that's, that's the way that I used to do. I used to do shit so that. Sober me knew what drunk me did because obviously when you wake up like I don't know what the fuck happened But I have to try to get some kind of recollection of what happened what happened the night before so it used to be like <laughs> it, it was like it was like a weird witch hunt or a weird scavenger chase Where where sober me is trying to piece together all of the things that drunk me did and then also it helps drunk you too Because drunk you sees that shit and drunk you is even worse condition than sober you and you look at that shit like oh look I left myself a message from the last time I did this shit Well fuck that that was the last drunk me. This drunk me is not even the same drunk me. I'm not listening to you. <laughs> or sometimes you take that drunk me's advice. All right, my bad. I, I, I don't even know how we got down this rabbit hole. I, I, know, I see now exactly how we got down this rabbit hole because I don't remember how I know half of the people I'm wishing happy birthday to today. I really don't. I don't have I don't have a backstory. I don't have a, I don't have a I don't have an explanation for some of them. I can't like because I have to see their names and stuff. And, I, and during this whole entire long ass soliloquy and side story, I did not pull the information up. This is a true story. Like I wasn't just trying to say some shit to buy time. Like I, I was really caught up in this in, in this in this yap. So let's go. So let's go ahead and get these birthday shoutouts back in order. Yo, play that one more time for me. There we go. There we go. Yeah, it's your birthday. You said it's your birthday. Yeah. Because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday. Check it, check it. Uh, uh, check it, check it. Uh, all right, so birthdays we have that since the last time we came live was we have one, we had two for yesterday, right? We had one birthday for Nikki Kuzma, right? And also another birthday, you gotta see how this happened, right? Another birthday for M Malik Bosidi, right? The damn, I, he has a nickname. He has a nickname too. Shit, Malik, what is your damn it? What is your wrestling nickname, Malik? But his name is Malik Bosidi. And can I tell you, for a long ass time, right? Probably for like a good year, I've been announcing him as Malik Bosidi, right? And I was trying to, and when we were on the air the other day, I was trying to correct the promoter and other people that, and, and, and other guys that was doing the commentator. And I was like, yo, it's pronounced Bosset. So I could have swore I asked him this already, right? And it was like, nah, it's Bosetti. And I'm like, really? Like, you pronouncing this shit wrong the whole time? 
so nope he don't have a nickname okay so then we get to the so now I'm at the event and he's finished up his match right he had just become champion and I ask him hey how do you pronounce your last name is it Bosset or is it Bosidi and he tells me it's Bosidi and I'm like Man, I've been calling you out your name this whole entire time. My, but as you guys can see now, I will never forget about your new platinum weight champion, Malik Bo C D. I don't like that one. 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 We'll work on that. We're gonna work on that. We're gonna get you right. We're gonna get you right. <clears throat> but he is the platinum. He's the he is the platinum pro wrestler. He is PPW's platinum weight champion. After cashing in his key to the city on the last event, it was an historic night. It was a historic night, the the last pay per view event. And if you guys have, and if you guys already don't have your tickets, and you guys need to go ahead and start getting your tickets for the next pay per view event, we're gonna talk about that as soon as we're done with our. As soon as we're done with our birthday shout-out, I don't want to get too sidetracked again, right? So we had we had Nikki Kuzma and Malik Bosidi, right? On the PPW uh, Platinum Pro, um, Platinum Weight Champion, right? Who had a birthday yesterday? Birthdays today is going to be Tony Miller and also Lauren Book. I think Lauren Book happens to be like the cousin or, or like niece of like one of my homegirls, Crystal, or some shit like that. Tony Miller. Tony Miller, I think, is like a, is a homeboy of like, of, like, Monica or some shit like that. I can't quite remember. I swear. You know I be hearing shit. So, to Nikki and to Malik and to Tony and to Lauren, we want to wish you a happy birthday. We hope you party hard. Hope you enjoy everything. We hope you regret nothing and you continue to stay my T. Alrighty. Now check it, check it. You know, I, I just I, I dropped a little tease for you guys, right? As you guys know, Platinum Pro Wrestling has his next event coming up. It's gonna be Platinum Pro Wrestling presents to you Hollow Slam. Hollow Slam is gonna be taking place on Friday, October 22nd, from Ted Verdon Specialty Automobile. Alright? And now the thing that makes this that, that makes this event more special than, than the rest of them, right? Well, it's a couple things that actually makes this event more special than anything, right? One, there's gonna be there's going to be a raffle, but there's always a raffle. We always give out some kind of raffle, but it's but it's gonna be a Halloween costume contest as well and a raffle. Two different things. So you can win a prize for the Halloween costume contest and you can win a prize for the raffle. But that's not that. But that's not the real. That's not the real kick of it. That's not the real, 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 real kick of it. The real kick of it is that the son of my co-host, one of the drunk uncles on the podcast, right? His son is going to be performing at the event during the intermission. Mark 350, folks. Yes. Mark 350 will be performing during the intermission. So what makes that so what makes it so special is that not only is it Mark 350's first um, um first live performance, but it's also the first time that Platinum Pro Wrestling has ever had any kind of live performance of any kind at their event. 
So this is gonna be a um this is gonna be a first for the event, and this is gonna be a um a first for, um for Mark Three Fifty, who's an up and coming rapper um in this in the local area. So you got so you get a first time on um you get a first time um performance that's gonna be on. You gonna have a Halloween costume and you gonna have a raffle. You gonna have three things that that are special about this pay per view, and we and and we ain't even talking about yes we say pay per view because this is gonna be on fight pay per view as well. To download the fight app F I T E. So not only is not only gonna get um, these three things during um for this pay per view. That's before you get any of the fights. That's before any of the champions come out. That's before you get any of the performances. That's before you get any of the highlights and any of the great things that Platinum Pro Wrestling provides. Because as you guys know, Platinum Pro Wrestling is a cut above the rest. Never been stepped on. You understand? So make sure you come out on October 22nd at Ted Vernon Specialty Automobiles, 3301 North 7th Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33150 for Platinum Pro Wrestling's Hollow Slam. And oh yeah, I'm the ring announcer, so you'll hear me bellowing out their names to bring them to the ring so that they can perform in front of all of yous. Yous, yous, yous. Oh, man. <clears throat> Alrighty. So now let's get into our first topic of the day. Our true first topic. I know you're like, yo, listen, I'm double dipping. I'm double dipping. It's like, yo, we gave you a first topic, and it was like, let's go back. Let's go. Let's double flip that shit. We're going to hit this. I'm over here by myself, so I'm going to double dip. I'm not sharing this dip with anybody. Oh, man. The New York Jets got Bill Bella chin checked. Folks, and let me add, the score, right? The score is a lot worse than the game, than, than, than the actual game. The, 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 the outcome of the score made, made the game look way worse. Now, there's a couple things that happened in this game. And we've talked about this for years on this podcast. We deem we we deem it very difficult at three. We damn near deem it impossible with four. Anytime your quarterback throws four interceptions, it is damn near impossible to, to to win a professional NFL game. Damn near impossible, especially if that quarterback's a rookie. Now the New York Jets, for some odd reason, regardless of who the head coach is, head coach is, they have a miraculous ability as an organization to produce. The only three rookie quarterbacks to ever throw for four touchdowns, four interceptions in a single game. The last three of them came from the Jets, folks. Sam Donald. I forget who the fuck it was before him. And now Zach Wilson. Who was the rookie before him? Was it Mark Sanchez? Under Todd Bowles? I think it was. That's ridiculous. It doesn't even matter who you have that you still manage. This is why people say the same old Jets. Because even when everything changes, you still manage to do shit like this. But 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 I get it, though. Listen, it's the same reason why, why, why I come over here and I, and I talk about the same old Cowboys at times. Like, Chill Will is a Browns fan. Like, he went through this. For a long-ass time, regardless of what they did, like, only, like eventually, it, it just came down to be the same old Browns. Like, eventually, things, things are going to change. Things got to change. 
But the Jets got, got Bill Chin checked. But again, the game wasn't as bad as it looked. To be honest with you, I rewatched this game. Right? Because the first time I watched this game, I was kind of watching this game and the Dolphins game and also the Red Zone at the same time. So I'm a, I'm a little pulled all over the place. When I rewatched this game on my new favorite way to watch games, right? Basically bang out the whole entire seat the whole entire week in like in one day. If I wanna watch if if I wanna watch a game two, three times, then I could bang out the whole entire week in two days. So that's basically what I do every Tuesday and Wednesday now. Just rewatch all the games <laughs> that I'm basically gonna be talking about. You know what I mean? Talking about. Talking about. <laughs> The New England Patriots started out hot, right? But this wasn't a bad game for the Jets, right? First, we're talking about the first drive, right, in the first quarter, right? We're talking about a couple of sacks early on on New England's quarterback. Like, the, the Jets' defense got to New England's quarterback often and got to him early. But also, the same thing was happening on the other side of the ball for the Jets as well. So, on their very first drive, the New England Patriots gets gets sacked a couple of times, right? Get to the quarterback early, to the point where they end up they end up punting on that on on their first drive. So New York, so the New York Jets start off hot, you know, with a little bit of steam. Defense showed up. Okay, let's go. Let's go ahead and pump it up. You know what I mean? That's an old army term. Go, you pump it up. Go, you know, what I mean? let's go and pump up, like intense, like like intensify this game. Let's start ratchet. Let's see if we can get some early points on the game. Like the defense did their job. Let's see if the offense could do that. Could do theirs. Nope. First drive of the game. Interception. To get the ball back at the forty yard line. Which would eventually would just end in a, in a New England field goal. So at least the defense held up and, and, and prevented a touchdown. Like I said, it's the little things I'm looking at, right? Because this is a team that isn't ready to win now. These, this is a team that's trying to put in winning ways and then start building that as a foundation and then expound upon that. So the way that, the way that you watch the Jets isn't the same way that I watch the Green Bay Packers. Isn't the same way I watch the Dallas Cowboys. Isn't the same way I watch the Arizona Cardinals. The Seattle Seahawks, the Cleveland Browns. You understand? Like, like, like these are te- Baltimore Ravens, Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, I watch them differently. Those are teams I'm, I'm watching because they're supposed to be winning. They're, they're supposed to have all of the little shit pieced together. There's not a lot of moral victories for me when it comes to those teams. Those teams are supposed, are supposed to have their shit together. They need to figure it out to win a championship. Those are all the teams that are in championship contention I just mentioned. And I left out a few. I know I left out a bunch. Like, I know I left out the L.A. Rams. So the Jets are a little bit different. When I, when I see them holding, even though it's a rookie quarterback, when I see them holding this quarterback, or because it's a, it's a Bill Belichick-led team, down to three points after a turnover, right, and you give them a short field, okay, that's a defensive victory. Not a moral victory, that's a defensive victory. Not a victory for the whole team because you have to... You you have to take advantage of it on the other side of the on on the, on the other side of the on the other side of the ball, but it's a def- defensive victory. And then I, Zach Wilson will go ahead, and I, I I feel like he was putting on his best 
Jameis Winston impersonation. Because as they get the ball back right after the field goal by New England, what's it, second play of this drive? 40-yard interception. New England gets the ball at their 40 again. Now this time, they would not make the same mistake that they made the last time and they would actually punch one in. And then you and then what you probably would expect to happen starts to happen, right? Because what you what I started to see early was that both teams were having problems with the defense. You can you can see that this may honestly for all see and and that's what I say like sometimes people when they when people talk about certain teams, the Giants, New England Patriots, they talk about them consistently from a oh this franchise can do no wrong like goggles. Oh, everything they do is a progression towards the next step. And never gives the same advantage to a team like like the Jets or even Cleveland sometimes that while they're going through the process, they don't give them the benefit of the doubt. Every little mistake is is amplified as if it, it's, it's 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 the end of the world. Because I'm not look I'm not seeing honestly New England New England Patriots quarterback look that much more um impressive than New York Jets quarterback. To be honest with you, what I did see was coaching, and coaching matters. What I did see was a quarterback that, actually I saw both of them, but I saw a quarterback that isn't ready for all of the things that a defense can throw at them. But I did see a quarterback that their head coach was able to prepare them a little bit better. That that coach was able to throw a li- was was able to throw a few more things at them that they may not um for them to recognize, and once they and once he did recognize them, he was able to take advantage of it. Instead of when it was disguised, and you thought it was something, it led to an interception that basically was was literally looked like he was passing it to the other team. They may want to get this kid's eyes checked. Some of these passes would look straight to the other team. That's why I say he was put on his best Jameis Winston impersonation. Because I swear to God, that day he deserved a ton of a chink. Ton of a chink. Ton of a chink. Ton of a chink. I hear you. The the second quarter would, would, would look... A, a lot similar to the first. The Jets would actually put on put on a um put on an impressive drive finally, that didn't lead into a turnover. That is because a lot of their drives were looking impressive. They were having a nice balance between short um intermediate short um short to intermediate passes, a, a a decent push in the run game. It's just that every time Zach Wilson decided to go downfield because he thought he had a look, nope, it was to the other guy. Like I saw I. I still haven't seen where to do where to miss if there was any miscommunication, but a lot of it I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna have to chalk it up to scheme, that he thought something else was going on and they pulled out and they confused him, and it may be a little bit harder to confuse a Bill Bel um um a kid that it is being coached by Bill Belichick only because Bill Belichick as a head coach can throw a lot more different wrinkles at you than Salah can. As a rookie head coach, you understand like there's two different battles going on. There's coach to coach, and then there's also coach to defense, or, or coach to quarterback, or defense to quarterback, and whatever they're pulling up there. So they're trying to outsight each other. 
And if we're talking about who may, ha may be the better coach, who may have... Who may be the better coach? Who may have a few more tools in their arsenal? Who may be slightly better prepared? I, 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 won't, I won't mind giving a couple of those check marks over to the, to the New England Patriots. This is one of the things I feared even when I made my pick last week. I picked the Jets, but I but I picked I made them, I made them my one pick because listen I had to stand by my conventions. I want to pick my listen. You got you guys better be lucky that for next year I don't make it a Monday night game, <laughs> Monday night game your home team and then one other game, right? <laughs> Like I could do that shit next year. Like we all have to do the Monday night game, and then you have to pick your your team and, and give them some points, and then we all pick a random another random game. Keep trying, keep trying to make this shit difficult and interesting. Like I like shit to be inconvenient. <laughs> it makes you think harder. Now the Jets again. So after the New York, after the New New York Jets end up getting a end up getting a field goal, right? Their defense will kind of show up again, and and they will and they will strip the quarterback, and they will get to because the, they're consistently getting to the quarterback. They're consistently getting to the quarterback, and they get to the point where they even strip him. But you know what? New England New England Patriots end up recovering that ball. But then you know what? They turn right around, and they sack him. That drive ends in a punt. Like I said, there's great defense on both sides. Second drive of, of 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 the second quarter for the new for the New York Jets. Guess what, folks? You know what? Let me let me go ahead and play this for you because you it's gonna feel like I've said this before, and you may think that I'm repeating myself. But you know what? I'm not quite repeating myself. But stop me if you heard this before. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> Zach throws an interception. New England Patriots gets the ball back at their 40-yard line. This is now officially like the third interception of the game that he's thrown. And the game is still 10-3 at this point in time. Now this time for the Jets, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the pressure on the quarterback that 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 gets the stop. This time around, it'll be the, it'll be their cornerback getting the stop down the field. Now there's still quarterback pressure, so they get so so they force a punt. But their third drive, you know what? Eh, kind of a shit show. They get a punt. They, they that results in a punt as well. Score is still 10-13. and then. The kid from New England, we're coming out to like the last two minutes of the first quarter, and he goes on on, I'm and I'm I'm not gonna lie, it was an impressive it was an impressive two minute drive, or two minute drill, impressive. We're talking about passes, but it was it was simple, short to intermediate passes out to your playmakers. Your playmakers make plays and get the and, and get and get out of bounds. And they worked themselves downfield. They, they 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 mixed in a few runs, you know, just to just to keep the defense a little honest. Put in a draw somewhere. They get quarter Jets. The Jets, when it mattered the most, would get would get would get pressure on the quarterback again, force him into an intentional grounding situation. That would that um, that's right around the time they're looking at, they're, they're looking to score so that that would push them out of, out of out of easy red zone position and force them to have to take a field goal at the end of the at the end of the at the end of the half scores 13-3 Jets are still kind of in this game 
what I saw in the first half, both defenses were looking impressive. Both quarterbacks, you can see, were bothered by the defense. With a game that's 13-7, to 7, you're looking at this, okay, what kind of halftime adjustments are, the, are these teams going to make? Because the Jets, you're right in this. You should be fired up. But the New England Patriots, you know, just stay calm. You have this in the bag. It's 13-3. to 3. They've been getting to you. You, 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 you. Your defense is managing to get a lot of take, takeaways. Just, just keep up the pressure, and you'll eventually break this game wide the fuck open. And that's kind of what happened. But not after. Not after. <laughs> Zach Wilson again. No problem, no problem, no problem. Zach Wilson again. We just about will let one rip, and it goes right to the other team, right to them again. Fourth, fourth interception, as as if he was. Thank you, sir. As if he was passing it directly to the other team. Fourth one. Like I said, we've said this here on the podcast too many times. It's damn near impossible if you to win a game if you're gonna give away the ball four times. Makes makes it too damn hard, and, and it's not gonna happen if you're a rookie quarterback, and you're facing the Bill Belichick defense. But like I said, both teams were, were troubled by the defense. New England Patriots would get the ball back, and this time we would get a 26-yard touchdown run by Damian Harris. And oh my God, did you see that run? He broke seven tackles. And then he dragged the rest of the team into the end zone. So let me, let me let me let me give you this picture, right? Imagine somebody breaking seven tackles, and then you kind of get stood up on the yard at the goal line, and the rest of the defense gets there. So you know how normally one of your teammates comes running in and pushes you from the back, and that kind of helps you get the push. None of that happened for New England. He basically muscled his way in through the whole fucking defense. He had no help from his teammates. Remember I told you the, the kind of talk each team should have been having at the halftime? If you're the New York Jets, you're telling your team, listen, um, let's go ahead and settle down, stick in this. We have three turnovers so far. It's a, it's a 10-point game. If we're able to limit these turnovers and, and, and get, get ourselves into a groove, you know, this is, this is a two-score two, two game. We could get ourselves right back in this. If you're New England, you're telling your team, hey, stay calm. Right? We understand that not all of, not all of our positions have ended in touchdowns, but we're still getting, we're still getting points on out there. Our defense is finding ways to constantly take um take away the ball. Just 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 keep just just stay pet steady with the plan, and eventually we'll, we'll we'll start scoring and busters wide open. And that's exactly what Damian Harris did. He busted wide open, busted busted wide open, busted wide open, busted busted wide open. Hey. Scores nineteen to three. They never look back after that. Zach Wilson would basically take his I think would look like his first sack of the game somewhere in the third quarter, and that and that would end up. Pushing them, I'm pushing them out of the red zone a little bit. They would have to kick a field goal. That field goal gets missed. It's still 19-3. Now at this point in time in the third quarter, you start noticing the uh, New England's quarterback. He's starting to get the he's starting to get the ball out of the way a little bit quicker. Well, because well, how do you adjust when the defense is getting to is getting to you the way they are? You know what? I'm sorry, kid. We thought you had 3.5 seconds in that pocket. Now you got two. Get the ball out of half seconds quicker. That's that's the best I can do for you until they block for you more. Hmm. Because new, because both both defensive lines were eating up these offensive lines, <laughs> like both of these quarterbacks were under duress. 
Is there anything on tonight? No, I don't think so. I know what is on tomorrow night. WNBA playoffs. One game elimination. New York Liberty. Look what the rookie has. Well, not really a rookie. But she didn't really play that many games in her rookie year. So there's actually two. There's two young players. We got another rookie that came in this year. But look what our two young girls is doing. I, you know what I mean? Got us into the playoffs. Um, basically their first full healthy year together. That's Sabrina. Sabrina over here but taking the Knicks to the, um, the, the Liberty to the playoffs. Her first full healthy season. And she missed some games this season too. That's gonna hurt. That's what actually put the put the put the the Liberty on their losing streak after they started the season five and one. That game is gonna hurt. What game? That Liberty Mercury game. Because obviously New York, obviously duh. But Diana Taurasi. Well, well, let's. That's the female Kobe. My, my, I, 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 pay, I pay to watch her play basketball. Any day. And then you got Skylar Diggins. Oh. Yeah, so you know what I'll be doing tomorrow at 8 p.m. Once I get off my shift. Because tomorrow I got an afternoon shift. Yeah, I started because... Yeah, I think I already told you. Wednesday after the podcast, afternoon shift. <laughs> <laughs> also, I got a couple of appointments in the, in the morning too, but afternoon shift. I'll be home. I'll be home somewhere between like 3 and 5 o'clock. I'm going to call it a wrap. What the fuck did I put my lighter? Now, again, fourth quarter will be a little bit lackluster. Basically, basically you get you get a couple of you get a, you get a lot of defensive efforts in the first in, in the in the fourth quarter. But really, what it ended up being was one long ass New England drive. That basic or long? I should say not one long ass New England drive. I have a reminder for Talon. Thank you. A couple of long drives, one for New England and one for the Jets, that both ended in field goals. It was very difficult. I don't think if you guys have really paid attention to me, right? There weren't a lot of touchdowns scored in this game. Nope. And there was a lot of red and there was a lot of red zone appearances. And there were a lot of there were a lot of short fields given to the New England Patriots by turnovers made by Zach Wilson. And the new and, and the new and the New York Jets still managed. Like I said, the 25-6 um, score doesn't give it any justice. This game looked a lot better for the Jets than what it ended up being. Like I said, look, I can't I can't explain these four these four interceptions. Like I said, it, it, he's a rookie. I don't know if he if there was if it was a scheme where he thought there was something else there and then they pulled out and next thing you know he's making literally forced passes straight to the other team. As if he never even I'm I'm not talking about like I'm not talking about as if they were passes like to players in stride and the and the cornerback had to like you know make some kind of miraculous catch or something. I think one catch may have been like a diving catch. Maybe I think I could be confusing games, but all the rest of them, it was literally the guy was just sitting there as if he was waiting for a punt. Mama told me there'd be days like this. Hey. Mama told me there'd be days like this. He's a good early. But don't you jump the gun and jump mm. ship. Don't do it. Don't do that. I'm going to tell you this. Don't do that. This is a much better game than the Carolina game. A much better game. On both sides of the ball than the Carolina game. And that Carolina game... Yo, you, you know one of our favorite people um, to always quote from this podcast. That's Bart Scott. Them motherfuckers couldn't stop a nosebleed in that Carolina game. In, the, in this game, a whole lot better. So, 
pushed the whole light of turtle with chain. Oh, turtle with chain. Oh, chain. Turtle with chain. <laughs> that was straight juice. <laughs> Forgot I had that shit there. <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> let's, let's move on from the Jets and, and this and the New England game because turnover chain going on. Turnover. there was a lot of turnover like, like I said he, he put on his best Jameis Winston impression on that one and, and, and that's never good when you put on a Jameis Winston impression because any Jameis Winston impression is always a negative cognitive as of right now he, he's gonna need three to five years of good play under Sean Payton to, that when you say he's playing like of good play under, under, under Sean Payton for, for us when we make a Jameis Winston reference for you to automatically assume that we're talking something good Mm. He's gonna have to come back with like well like a forty touchdown season and four interceptions, <laughs> some shit like that. And you understand? Like he's gonna have to really give back, cause only thing he's known for right now is giving the ball back to the other team. When we talk about Jameis Winston references, so let's continue to move on, right? The next game we had on the dock. I don't know where Mark's at. Mark's, is Mark at work? Mark working Wednesday? Probably uh? working. Oh. Well, it's his team. Dallas versus the Cl- Chargers. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, this game was a close game. And, again, there are, there are things to be looked at. There are things to be corrected. And there are things to be concerned about. Again, wait. Wait a minute. Why do I have this backwards? I thought the Chargers won this game on a on a game winning field goal. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> do they have the score wrong on here? Something told me when you put your message. That you posted that thing and that the charges won. Yeah. I just wasn't gonna say nothing. I just wasn't gonna say nothing. <laughs> Wait, who does Greg Zerline play for? He plays for the Cowboys? What the hell? The jerseys threw you off, man. The hell? <laughs> Yo. Yo, you know what? It's, I'm so happy we record these things now because this is probably one of the times you probably just had to see my face. <laughs> it's probably one of the few times you probably just had to see my face. We'll get KJ up in here pretty soon. Mm-mm-mm. I'm still standing by what I said. There's still some things to get fixed on this team. And we go and or maybe not. Maybe they found their formula. Maybe let's review. Maybe they don't need and we talked about this. Maybe they can't maybe not they're not gonna get a heavy dose of Ezekiel Elliott anymore. Maybe now this is their new formula of I don't know why I keep wanting to call him Scott Pollard. Right? <laughs> but maybe this is their new formula. Heavy dose of Tony Pollard. Speaking of. Right? A heavy dose of Tony Pollard. Mixed in with a heavy dose of Ezekiel Elliott. Because basically their carries were almost identical. 
Talking about 13 carries for Pollard and 16 carries for Ezekiel Elliott. Now, who knows, right? I still don't know if this is a formula that they're going to keep where they give each one of them equal shares of the load. Or if this was a byproduct of just Tony Pollard having a really good game and averaging eight, uh, averaging eight yards a carry. Eating up chunks of yards. The kind of yards that we used to talk about Ezekiel Elliott, but it's not that Ezekiel Elliott did bad. Ezekiel Elliott had about 4.4 yards a carry. On a normal basis, that's about what he gets sometimes. Sometimes sometimes between what, four and a half to five and a half, right? It's usually after he's gotten to like carry number 25 and 20 and 28 and 27 and 33 that the other team starts to break down. He's starting to see break for a couple more. But hey, they're not we're not getting the 29 and 30 something out of him alone. We're getting 29 carries out of out of out of Dallas, period. So while we start, while I think last week we talked about, hey, they're going to have to find a way to, um, to get, if they're going to win, they're going to have to get this ball to a Zeke more or get more carries out of Zeke. Well, you know what? We may have been misphrasing this wrong. Because what we were trying to emphasize here was really that they're going to have to get this run game going if they're going to want to win. And if they can get this run game going by getting a dose of Ezekiel, a, a decent dose of Ezekiel Elliott and a decent dose of Scott Pye, and they go to a two-back system, which a lot of a lot of teams do nowadays. A lot of teams go for a go away from that one that that one-back workhorse. And you know what? Maybe this helps. This this helps. This helps extend Ezekiel Elliott's career. Hopefully, this extends extend the season where we don't have to worry about an Ezekiel Elliott injury this season because he's doing because he, because he's getting half the carries that he used to get when he when he had injury problems. So you, I may have to retract. I may have, like, as I'm talking this out, right, because, like I said, like, I, I write things down. I, I write bullet points down. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to really talk about. The Dallas Cowboys may have actually found the way to get their running game going and the, and the, and the way to win win games and not, and not exhaust Ezekiel Elliott by the end of the year. Scott Pollard may literally be a lifesaver. Tony. Tony. Sorry, I keep calling him Scott. That's a big white dude for that used to play basketball. I I I, I know and when I picture him when I picture him, I know what I'm I know what I'm picturing. I don't know why it just keeps coming out of Scott. <laughs> and look, I found seven thousand. I found the automated pick of seven thousand. And, and and it already made its picks. We already punched the information into the see? Big old core. <laughs> we already punched the information in, in into the feed. And we got it, and we got it out, and bam, it's already made the picks, and we've already put, and I already put all of my picks out on the internet as well for you guys to see. The automated pick is seven thousand. Seven thousand, folks. Hey, the, hey, the twenty five hundred last week wasn't cutting it. Bigger and better. Mm, 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 mm. My bad, my bad. Let me get you up there. This is this is one this is one of our picks right here. <laughs> This is one of our ways to make picks. Listen, and and if you guys know, right? If you guys remember when I first started this, right? Is that the joke behind this, right? Is that how how much better are we than a random coin flip? Really? Because how much better are some other people than a random coin flip when they're doing their picks? Like, how well can a random coin flip coin flip pick picks every single week? 
So that's that's the whole basic behind it. The automated pick of seven thousand. Cause that's still intrigued. Like, granted, we've all always beat it by the end of the season. We all always managed to beat it, and that's really the goal. The goal is to beat the automated pick of seven thousand. Because if we can't beat the automated pick of seven thousand by the end of the year, damn it, then we may Fuck need the to. Automated <laughs> pick if I can't beat a coin. <laughs> Lord have and I, and, I, and, I, and I have to say by the end of the year because who knows what may happen in one week and listen I've seen a couple of weeks where we only got like two wrong hot and cold be but cold. the rest of the year it may get a whole bunch wrong like like I, you'll get, and then and then you'll see it start evening out and going half and half <clears throat> did I mention last week how I found out that Lamelo Ball is a Rock Nation athlete love to hear it ho in the in the middle brother. Hove, they about to drop an album. You know, you know that's the only reason why they did that. They gonna drop an album on Rock Day. See the album. They're, you see that? You see that shit by them two Hornets? Miles I, I, I just, I, I, Terry I, 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 for you guys that don't know who I'm talking about, I've shared. Go check my story, my storyline out. Go check my storyline out on Instagram. <laughs> I shared that shit. Yeah. Well, listen. Actually had a little yeah, like Terry Rozier, like he could go sit his ass down. Like yeah, you're definitely a bench player, right? But Miles <laughs> but Bridges, he Miles had Bridges, bars. he had some bars. When he, he when, had some bars, right when he was like, oh, they want me to make, they want me to make um bowling analogies, and he switched it up to that shit, and he started doing that shit. I was like, oh okay, okay, I see you. Because right before that, I was I was about to like snooze alert, like down in front, that's a big bitch, <laughs> you know. Uh. <laughs> And you know what? Welcome, Chill Will, to the podcast. You know what I mean? Let's, let's, get, let's get him properly introduced in here. And then we'll, we'll actually... Uh, 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 drop takes, don't you? Drop takes, don't you? Sir, yes, sir! Well, if you're going to drop takes, you might as well go ahead and drop them exhibitiously. This is for you! Let's go ahead and free Chill Will. What's going on? As Chill Will joins us on the Blue Chew Get In Hotline. Family! Man, what's good? Man, we chillin', we chillin'. What's good, KJ? T, what up? I'm chillin', chillin', chillin'. Mark at Mark there? Nah, I think think Mark's at work. Like, Mark's Mark's schedule got a little discombobulated, you know, so he's he's, he's working on getting that squared away. So, KJ, would you say that? No, like that Rich Paul shit. Oh, sorry. That Rich Paul shit is is a real thing, though. I don't think that's a smart... Rock Nation look like they might be under fire, bro. He, he putting uh, all college non-graduates under fire. Rich Paul out there mucking it up with Nernest Noel. You know what I'm saying? That's a big deal, bro. Cause oh, you know if if you if you uh, you ain't hear about that? No, 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 no. I am, I am. I, I, I we that. we talked we, we we touched on that a couple weeks ago briefly. Yeah. But um, yeah, but so but so like you got some new shit uh, Or that's 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 just Brian them. Well, they they ain't, they ain't really together, is it? Nothing like that, is it? If something happened with Rock Nation too, it might have not been Rich Paul, but it was something else. If something happened, well, Rock you, wait, too. somebody left Rock Nation. Are you saying Rock Nation is now Rich Paul? Rich Paul's now with Rock. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh. They're no. not, but I'm, I'm getting them confused. If something happened though, oh, with with not necessarily Norris well, but if somebody that left Rock Nation, they had an issue with Rock Nation or something like that. Like two people actually. I gotta look it up. I don't. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, that's, I, mean, I know the nurse know well. Yeah, the nurse in the well was Rich Paul. I don't remember hearing people having yeah, issues yeah, with right, Rock, right. having issues right. with Rock Nation recently. It was like two, no, it was a, it was a, two people had left Rock Nation. Did Kyrie leave? 
No, Kyrie's still with them. Actually, when we do our Rock Nation so report, it's the only time I that thought, we don't. I thought Kyrie left them. No, he's he's he's. Yeah, I think Kyrie left. I thought Kyrie left. I think I, I remember bringing that up to you, and you was like, "Oh, Kyrie, you done fucked up now." I'm gonna check again. I I could have swore I still I saw them on left. his page. If I'm not mistaken, I, I could be mistaken. I could yeah. be mistaken. I thought I still I saw Kyrie still there when I was checking out their athletes stuff day. But real quick on Dallas, that Dallas shit. I, you asked me at the beginning of the year, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, we we we, we talked about else. I, mean, I might have been. We talked about yeah, it here. Right? We talked about, about it here the, the first week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because I'm saying like the, the Zeke man, why not have him at the end of the year, man? And that's what they should be doing with Dalvin Cook, man. Minnesota's running that motherfucker. He 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 gets you know he 200 yards for the first five six games and he gonna be gone for about four five games and come back, but you know. It's good for fantasy, but mm. for your team, you know what I'm saying? That's not the smartest thing, man. You know Zeke is injury prone, but he, although he's back in shape, I mean, that's always good. And he don't get into mid-season form until mid-season a lot of times. Zeke starts off slow. But at the end of the year, you start seeing flashes. Oh, that's Zeke, you know what I'm saying? Typically, like, damn, like last year, the last year, you was like, I'm like, damn, that, that, that's, he looked like he, he back, you know what I'm saying? So... It, it's it's always advantageous for you have three. You know that's why. Look at look at look at us, San Fran. They gonna have it's they system though. San Fran gotta have a system, bro. Because every back they put back there, something. Just it's that any, shit. Like it's anybody, that Shanahan shit. Two hundred yards. It's that Shanahan shit, be that, that Shanahan system. Man, from pops to son. Plug somebody in, plug and play. From pops to son, like Lord. I mean, hey, these running backs gotta have a little bit of skill. But goddamn. I would have loved to they see. Just beat. I would have loved to see Adrian so Peterson he in the running. Shanahan system. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo. Yeah, but that's why I think God he be running to death because it's just like our system. It don't matter. We just need somebody that can that can, that's viable. You know what I'm saying? They be he be running in the death most sir. Like think about all the people who get hurt in that system. They just be going down like flies, but they still next man up two hundred yards. Man up, like, yo. You talking about I'm saying so like now. Oh. The shed, mainly the Shanahan system. Could you imagine Prime LT? Yeah. Could you imagine Prime LT in the Shanahan system? Who? I don't know, man. I'm just saying he's he running the death, bro. And so I. Ooh. So let me let me let me ask y'all this: Why y'all think I think the injuries just come from from not practicing? Absolutely. Like not B. B. You know what I'm saying? The not type, banging. The type of injuries that happen are clear as day from lack of practice. Clear as day. Um, you got all. You gotta, all they do. All they do. The all they do is train, train, train. Hit them weights, conditioning, all of that, so their muscles are tight. They're not. They're not used to being banged on and hitting everything like that. Now all of a sudden you got somebody who plant weird on the field. Boom, ACL. You got somebody make a quick move. Ah, Achilles. And then oh, somebody's rushing the passer. Boom, groin injury. But to, to, to prevent injuries, I think they really cause. Them. You know what I'm saying? Even more so because just trying so much so hard to prevent injuries, which you can't prevent. You know what I mean? It's These just happen, yo. You just they're making it worse, man. Because this shit is ridiculous. But you, man. you know what? I'm, I'm shit. They Houston. need to hit up Brady and see what the fuck going on with that TV twelve method. Like, I I agree. Like, yeah. Sorry, I, I agree. But he don't get hit. Yeah, no, he don't get hit. So. But but I mean, come cool, yeah. on, to be to be forty four and still be able to drop back and still have nine touchdown passes and throwing that shit all over the place. 
I mean, yeah, but he still ain't getting hit though. That's a big I, I, difference. I feel you, but I, I feel you, but if if because I'm, you're right, I if, if, you I'm still, right if, if I'm still if I'm still if I'm if I'm still a if I'm still a skills player or just any player really, I'm like, yo, that motherfucker, forty four, still slinging like he's. 24, 30, 28, something like that. Let me hit that nigga up to see what the fuck is up with this TB12 shit behind my organization's yeah, I, back. I, I, I don't I, give I'm a trying damn. to do what Frank Gore did. Whatever Frank Gore did. Yeah, that too. There you go. Frank Gore whatever. too. That nigga, that nigga McCown, literally. McCown, he, McCown did. McCown hey, did more than 42. Did you hear about Frank Gore the other day? He said he had offers uh, to play for NFL teams, but he said, nah, bump that because I want to see what's up with this boxing shit. Frank goes down to NFL this year? Nah. He's been practicing boxing now. Oh, God. Now that you told me that, I already know what's about to happen. Exactly. But, but, we're going uh, to have a Paul and uh, Frank Hershey Gore. I don't know which I don't know which yeah, Paul Hershey brother Walker we're going to have. But, you, but think about it right now. Think about, think about With Frank Gore's age and the type of money that he would get from an NFL team right now. I, I guess one, one, one of those fights. That's $20 million. Easy. That's twenty million dollars easy, again. damn near. If he go against the YouTuber, yeah. That's what yeah. If he goes, it's gonna be Frank Gore against a Paul. But you gotta be a bigger name than that, man. Like he this just this, this dude ain't even fighting nobody that without no name. He fighting champions, bro. He fighting, he fighting, he fight, he fighting champions. Period. For real, if you think about it. Frank Gore. He, he calling out people who. He, who Frank Gore's a champ. Or, well, he's fighting out MMA see, guys. Nah, nah, Frank nah, Gore's nah. a champion of the nah, people. Here's how Frank Gore's gonna do it. He's gonna go mess with Ocho Cinco first. Mm. He's gonna go mess with Ocho well, Cinco. Ocho got a name, so it makes that's what sense. that's what I'm Ocho saying. That's what I'm saying. But if but you hear, Ocho if you hear, smaller than him, that's not gonna be right. They're not even the same weight class. Listen, somehow, we, wait, somehow, some weight classes don't is, matter in, in in these fights. Somehow, some ways it's gonna go down. But it does at the same time because it's in the people in the people's eye it matters, but it doesn't matter for putting on the fights. Tell tell Frank or Ocho Cinco, you about to get ten. $15 hey, dollars to fight when Floyd other. Mayweather fought him, that dude, like that dude, was not in the same weight class as Floyd. He was, he, he was like three weight, no. four, five weight classes up. Conor McGregor, <laughs> not Conor McGregor, the poor boy. I mean, kind of dope. The poor, but yeah, he was dude. But the, I'm talking about the poor boy, the poor boy. Like he was bigger than him. But but to get oh, back, okay. but to get back on the football, like I I I fully agreed with you. Like when when you're talking about the injuries on the field. Um, cause I think I alluded this. Like, I was listening to an old podcast. One, like I don't know if it was today or the other day. I was listening to one of the old. I was listening to one today too, but I can't remember when. Like which one I was hearing. And, I, and yeah, we talked about it like recently within like the last week. That that. It, but it's weird though that you, all of these injuries are happening, but nobody is talking about it. Like like they did with the NBA. Like oh, this is because of preseason or because they didn't have a preseason. And and I get it. Like it is weird because what's gonna end up happening is that everybody's gonna use the beginning of the season like a preseason. What did, what they basically just wanted. They basically just wanted that when they got injured, it was during games they were getting paid for. Because basically, anybody that's getting injured now, they basically would have been injured in the beginning of the, in, in the preseason by their fourth game. Like they would have been injured early if they if they still, still would have been doing it the way we used to do things. The NFL with how we how we used to practice and how we used to do preseason, the, they would have been injured already. The but it wouldn't have been in the preseason. They would have never gotten a game check. So now they want to. I got you. I'm gonna come back. So now they want to. Now they want to come up to that game where they where they getting that game check, and that's the reason why they don't like. I trust me. Even I get it of why why this is not a good look 
right? On all the other bullshit. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just doing devil advocate and explaining how the other side of it and how they and, and how they and one of the angles they're possibly looking at is like, you know what? If we are gonna be injured from any part of this, you know what? We come in shape. Like they lied to themselves and they lied to the league. Say like, oh, we come in shape. We come into this motherfucking shape. No, you don't. Right, but so oh, what happens? Bro, that you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, bro. Like that, that's exactly what I would want. I mean, if we gonna get hurt, might as well. Exactly. Win a game or two out of the exactly, and, and, that, and that's really what it kind of boiled down to. That they were like, you know what? If we're gonna be getting hurt by week four, technically by the season starting all around, whether we talk from from the beginning of preseason on, let's 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 make it matter. Let's get hurt when when we're getting paid. At least, at least, at least that way that like when they look at us, they look at us like okay, we we have to think about giving them the rest of their of, of their paycheck for the rest of the season versus you get hurt in the preseason. They're like. You know what? We just saved ourselves a check for the year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, <clears throat> but tell a player in a cut. But hear the perspective of a player in a contract year. That ain't going down like that. Whatever I gotta do to make sure I'm out there all sixteen of them shits. Hey. Which also brings up Dalvin Cook again. Like Dalvin, like, but you know what though? I didn't even think about Dalvin Cook about in that line because we were given we were given fantasy tips. Hold on. I don't have it up. We were giving f- <laughs> tips, just the tips. I don't Nothing think, but the tips. I don't think she was even heard the fantasy football tip segment be- before ever. But um, we was giving fantasy t- fantasy fo- fantasy football tips about Delvin about Dalvin Cook, and we were talking about if you have Dalvin Cook, you're gonna need to have three strong running backs on your team. And you should probably have three strong running backs on your fantasy football team anyway. Regardless, but. You, if you have him, you definitely need a, you know, a third strong running back, or if not a fourth, because he's not the kind of guy that's going to last all season. And you know what? Now that we're talking about outside of a fantasy realm, kind of the same way we're talking about Ezekiel Elliott, you know what? Minnesota probably needs to do the same thing with his ass. That you, you, It's already been shown because, yeah, we talk about Dalvin Cook for the first six games of the season, he's a top-flight running back. And that's the reason why he's always projected to be drafted high. Because when he's healthy, he's, he's, he's dope as fuck. Like like, 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 he's top Dalvin. 10, dead or alive. Top 10, top 5. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Top 10. And then I, I, I was like, you know, I mean, because he could be 7-ish. But like, no, still no, top, no, But top no. 5, but you know what I mean? Like, he could be top 5. Dalvin Cook went healthy. I can't hear five legitimate running backs better than him right now in the NFL today. Uh-uh. But the thing about it, he's never, he's rarely ever healthy. So, so, so for his team, you know what? They may have to start doing what they're doing with, with now. Cowboys are doing with Zeke Elliott. Basically, don't sit and tell me Saquon Barkley is better than Dalvin Cook. Like, I'll cut shit all over that. Cut his runs in half and and find and, and find another another number two running back and throw him in there with just as many hits and run the ball thirty two times and give them old sixteen carries and, and get your balance that way. I like what you said there, Will. I was I was I. It was kind of like lingering, but. Like I said, like, like it was during it was during the talking out of the podcast. I, I really came in here with a different thought pattern when I when I was first coming to talk about the Cowboys. And as I talked it, I'm like, you know what? This may actually be their new pattern. But this wasn't apparent week one. Week one, Scott Pollard didn't have Tony. They couldn't afford to be giving Zeke the ball. Tony Pollard didn't have this these these many touches. Like, uh, uh, didn't get these many touches this um la- um week one. So I don't know if if this week was just a byproduct of this is their new pattern. Or he was, just he, he or he was defense. or the was fact that he defense. was he was just averaging eight point um eight yards a carry and they couldn't go away from him because he was being so fucking productive. It was the type of defense that was that was being played. Tampa, you can't run on them. You can't. You mm. can't run on them. And then you got that offense you, over there. You have to worry about keeping up. Remember, but so, that was our question. Yeah, you can't it? you can't run on them. And then you got Brady over there cutting shit up. Remember, that yep. throw 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 throw. This week, 
the Chargers, it's the opposite. The Chargers, they got a pass defense, but you can run on them. So, but can you really trust uh, TJ Duckett's little brother back there staying healthy and whatnot? Mm-hmm. And, and, and really being as productive. Like, okay, like we we hear you say you in the best shape of your life, but we gonna work you into this shit, my nigga. We not gonna just treat you like this is 2016, 2017 all over again and let you get 25 to 30 carries. You're not Derrick Henry right now. Like, relax. We got this other nigga over here who's a nice change of pace. We gonna work both of y'all. Hey, hey you got the win. 200 yards rushing as a, as a team. Mm-hmm. As a squad. You about to say you know that? Saying? <laughs> As a team, Dak only had to throw twenty-seven times. He only missed five passes total. Cause CD, CD's nuts, Lamb and Amari Cooper were like they they, they were they they, they they were reliable. I, I don't want to say they were put on a show, even though CD Lamb was put on a little show. But they were reliable. Hey, CD at, at, the, at the end of the first half, CD Lamb caught a ball, goes across the field, right? They, He's they electric, run, man. They, they they run out of time. He he dumps it back to Ezekiel Elliott. They needed fifty. They needed fifty what one yards to get a touchdown on on a last play before the end of the half. They got forty nine. They got they got knocked out. Like, and that's C- exciting. CD C- C- gonna make it happen. CD C- gonna do something to make it happen. Every it's his second year, right? His, yeah, second year. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you, you can see it's very. Like, it, it's like watching Des Bryant when he first got into league all over again without all the crazy shit. You can he just see goes out there and plays. So far, you can see that he's learned from last year. That. Something that the game has slowed down just a little bit more for him. You can see it that now. It also helps when you have your Pro Bowl quarterback back there, too. Listen, man. Keyshawn Johnson don't make me give them any more I can't give them excuses. Keyshawn, uh, Key, Key, the way Keyshawn makes it sound like you, you're supposed to get it busy, B. Like, you're supposed to make him look good. You're supposed to catch those balls and get shit done. Like, the, like what like CeeDee Lamb was doing last um, today or last night, he caught the ball and he was making shit happen also, once he caught the ball. It also helps when you have your Pro Bowl quick. This is, you just said this is the second year in the league, right? Yeah. Okay, then. Now, if this is like year four or five, then okay, cool, you got it. And of course, like you said, Keyshawn has a hell of a point. But at the end of the day, Keyshawn played for multiple teams. It's not like he got traded to all of them either. I'm saying, but he also played for multiple quarterbacks. That's what I'm saying. So it's not like he was traded from all these teams. I'm like, B. I'm pretty sure you could have kicked back a couple times and be like, all right, where could I really go? He chose to go play with Drew Bledsoe in Dallas a couple times, in Carolina. Like, you serious, my nigga? You serious? I'm thinking about the type of teams you could have went and played for at that time after Tampa Bay wanted to get rid of you. You, you, shit, you could have went to go play with Donovan McNabb. You go play for Dallas instead. You serious? God, yeah. So at the hey, end of the... You brought that on yourself. <laughs> so at the end of the first first half, the game is 14-11 Dallas. Not a bad game. The beginning of the third, very first drive, field goal, Clippers, Chargers... It's because I see LAC. Everybody keeps wondering why I call them, why I keep trying on the Clippers. It's because when I when I when I look at my paper, or I glance anywhere, I'm I'm seeing LAC, and LAC has always. I'm a basketball fan first. Remember this, guys, folks. I'm a basketball fan that also likes football. I'm a basketball fan that also likes football. Don't ever get that twisted. 
Like basketball is what spirit, is what continues my love for all other sports. <laughs> like if they got rid of if they got rid of basketball, I'll probably stop watching sports as much as I do. All around, like I'll probably stop caring about sports as much, and I'll find a hobby and I stop and I start like making sweaters or some shit. Like it'll be that serious. Like football would even be that important to me. Like I'll be at like every I'll be at every U.S. Open. From here on out, like every French open, I'll be saving my money up for like events like that. Get me onto the main court of a French open. See um see Tiger Woods' son or Serena Williams' daughter do some shit. See Blue Ivy on the court. You know what I mean? Cause Blue Ivy, I have a feeling Blue Ivy gonna be a tennis player. I don't know why. I don't know why I feel like Blue Ivy gonna be gonna be a tennis player. As well as a businesswoman. I don't know why is why why is it just me? That's definitely you. <laughs> with somebody, which did you hear? Like somebody put me on, like the thought of Hove sitting at a tennis game. Come on, man! I can see it right now with a, with a fucking bucket oh, hat on, no. with, with a little bucket you hat on. Get a bucket hat on with the with the with the fucking cactus yes. sticking out of his head. Him and Beyonce, Beyonce sitting there with some, with like some red shades on, be out there and, with and, and a big ass hat like this fucking blocking everybody, blocking <laughs> everybody, everybody, just with the, with the with the Asian fan, fanning herself. Go Scout, baby. No, no, they'll be the ones sitting there completely unimpressed. You right. might get a subtle clap. Yeah, they both over here thinking, yo, we could have been in the studio working on our, our latest collab right now. Hey, yo, baby, let me hear those bars again. <laughs> Trust me, if anything, Blue gonna be playing basketball. I hope she's tall enough for it, though. But I, I really feel like she gonna play tennis. And she's gonna be top five in the world. I should put that all, on my board. I know is of any sporting event that we see, shit. Hope is the owner of the... Uh, uh, come on, now. You know what? Hope doesn't own a WNBA team. Or Beyonce. But yeah, Hoven talks about owning the Denver Broncos. I can ha 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 Yo, you know how much bit You know what? I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'ma tell you this right now. Listen, if Hoven becomes owner of the Broncos, I'm gonna tell you this right now. In Colorado. I'm gonna tell y'all this right With now. With that altitude and how weed is just the first state to really legalize weed. I'm gonna tell y'all this right, right now, right? If niggas are getting high as fuck. If Jay Z, if Jay Z owns the Colorado, ends up owning the Denver Broncos. I'm about to call them the Colorado Rockies. I'm all over the fucking place today. I'm out, I'm out of control. <laughs> if he ends up owning the Denver Broncos, I've already suspended the Jets once, right? So I've already taken them out of my heart halfway. I'll be a Broncos fan. Steady, steady. steady. I'll go be a Broncos fan. And I'll give you one even more. Steady. steady. If I knew for a fact that this just wasn't a flip for him, and now this is something that he plans on owning and then get and then handing down to his kids and shit like that. And now the and now the Carters are affiliated with owning a, a fucking uh, NFL team. I would go move to Colorado, brother. Because I've already visited there, and I told you I told you guys how much I liked it. Colorado is lovely. I gotta 
I got a cousin. I got two cousins who stay out there. Oh, <laughs> I look forward to visiting out there all the time. Oh yeah, you should. Uh, if you haven't yet, oh B, I I, I went. Trust oh. me. Whew. B, I dropped three hundred. Like, listen, I'm gonna tell you what happened. It was so funny. I dropped. I dropped my limit on myself, right? Buying me and Shug stuff, and then I, I was getting more stuff, and I, and I was I was over my limit, right? So I was like, "Oh, you you reached your limit for today." I was like, "Okay, well, my mom ain't at her limit. I'll just like, so I'm gonna just give all the stuff to her. She's gonna end up. She hit her limit. I had to with my. I was like, and then I had, man left there with so much shit. I told you like we were gobbling shit before we hit the play, man. That was the. Most common plane ride I done had in a while. You understand? I'm talking about like every 300 steps, I'm smashing a bag of gummies that we still had left. I, oh. Hey, babe, show you want one? Here, take one. Is that babe said I don't want? I, I mean, okay, babe, listen, you got to take at least one more for me. Come on. I, 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 I'm going to need help. Like, I don't know I don't know when this shit hits me, how lot function I'm going to be. Or <laughs> and the thing about it, I'm the kind of person, I fall asleep on a plane super. I fall asleep in any, any traveling environment where I'm not in control. Driving or whatever, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, if, if, if you ask me to be a navigator, I'm going to be struggling to stay awake. Because after a while, like, it's this non-movement for me. I, I get stuck and I'm like, my body just wants to knock the fuck out. On a plane, I basically knock out before we even pick them. But listen, when they're like, okay, sir, what you guys are going to want to do is that you're going to want to have to buckle. In the case of emergency, I'm like, <sighs> out. <laughs> out. Like, they have to wake me up to tell me to take my headphones off by the time they're done. Like, um, sir, we're going to need you to turn. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm already out. <laughs> like, I do not You play. can't tell a nigga who's, a, who's always used to moving 100 miles per hour, always all over the place, to sit down for about, at on average, four, five hours. Like, no, this, but I, I don't know when I started doing or when it started happening. I don't know if I started doing this as a kid. And then it started happening naturally. But some point in time, like, I'm like, I'm not gonna sit around for this long doing nothing. I'm just gonna take a nap. Like, fuck this. Word. <laughs> like, doctor's office, I can't sit, I can't sit there for shit. Like, yo, I'll I, I be, I be trying to stay awake to listen for, I, I've missed my name because I done been like, Taylor. Did you say Taylor? Like, no. We said Bernard. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Train <laughs> <laughs> ride. Like man, it'd it, it be crazy. Like yeah, I, Plane. I, I I can't do that. Road trip. Too much sitting down at work on a slow day. Yo, for real. Actually, even sit- even class. Listen, in class during training sessions, at work, actually while being productive on a day I'm just not feeling stimulated enough. Out like a light, like a light. Then I start wondering, what like the fuck life. am I doing here? And I can't... Like, oh, never mind. Oh, never mind. I'm about to go into my PTSD. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 Okay. So let's let, let, let's talk about something that gives other, other kinds of people DT, PTSD, and that's the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> right? But they came with... I didn't know they came with a win. I really didn't. I don't know how I thought that they lost this game. I, had a feel, I look at the text like, he thinks the Cowboys are lost. Because, I'm not going to say that. Because here I am, 14-14, right? Field goal by the, by the Chargers. Then we had an interception by Dallas in the red zone, right? And it they should have never been a field goal by the Chargers. Cause bullshit illegal motion. Was that the legal for whatever motion? The, for whatever the fuck knocked them back five yards. No, 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 no. That wasn't even illegal motion yet. That wasn't the illegal shift. The that, that I was talking about in the beginning of the qu- uh, third quarter. That was the illegal shift. I'm talking about that. Was, that was when they scored the field goal to make it 14-14. Oh. The interception came, and it was and it's still in the third quarter. Interception came with five seconds left. 
in the in in the third by Dallas was right in the red zone. Then throughout the fourth, the um the Cowboys almost had an interception, and then there was almost a forced fumble as well. <laughs> and then the Cowboys ended up getting a getting a field goal in that one, and then that game was tied 17-17. Then we got down to Dalvin Cook, right? That had a touchdown that he had, and that was removed by an illegal ship with 539 to go in the fourth. And then that re- resulted in a field goal that tied the game up 17-17. And then with four seconds left in the game, Greg Zerline, 56-yard field goal, Greg the game, game winner, which I thought was for the Chargers. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's how they lost? Damn, Gina. <laughs> Baby, <laughs> like yo, I really thought that was like seriously, seriously dead ass. I I really thought it was a loss for uh for uh, for the Cowboys, but I guess it was the Chargers that they're now one and one. Headed to Kansas City. L. Hot L. Especially after Kansas City took that L in Baltimore. Mm. No, they're not coming out playing. Is this, is this is this this week's game right here in front of me? Week three? No, this is week eighteen. What the fuck is week eighteen doing over here? <laughs> the fuck is week? Okay, there goes week three. <clears throat> oh damn. Okay, I thought I was missing a week because I got everything prepped and I and I stopped at week seventeen and I was like seventeen. Like they did I could add an extra week. That's right, seventeen. This <laughs> 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 how, how you justify bullshit to yourself. Oh my god, my bad. I, I completely looked over this and missed it when it happened. <clears throat> okay. Even though this happened about um 40 minutes ago, I just remembered. You guys heard a little notification that popped up earlier, right? And what that notification is for was for the 21 light salute. What the 21 light salute is it what is a, a little while ago. <laughs> 30 minutes ago. 40 minutes ago. 40. <laughs> 40. Yeah. <laughs> You guys heard was a, was a notification for the twenty one light salute. And twenty one light salute is something that we like to do generally at the top of the nine o'clock hour. And what we do is that we flick our lights seven times for all those that, that have been affected by COVID. Now this is a tribute that was started by my co-host that's not currently here, the tw- um, my Mark, who we like to call the twenty one Mark salute. Right. <clears throat> so what we're gonna do right now is that we're gonna go ahead and flick our lighters right here. I'm not gonna flick my lights this time because last time I doubled up. <laughs> I flick my lighters, but it, it kind of worked because I ended up flicking them twenty-one times, right? So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my flicks, right? Seven times on the light, you guys are gonna hear some other shit with the lighters, and it's gonna equal twenty-one. Let's go ahead and do that. One, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Mm. Yes, folks, that's twenty-one light salute to to go ahead and pay homage and respect to everybody that has been effective. During COVID, I don't know if I said 9/11 earlier. I keep feeling like I'm saying 9/11, and I mean, and I mean COVID. You probably did one time. I know I, I did one time, like last week, something because I heard it in the podcast. I don't know if I said it a while ago, <clears throat> but I feel like I did. I don't feel like COVID rolled off the tongue earlier. Is the, is the Jets and the Yankees playing right now? Yes. Oh, you should have told me that. I would have put the game on. 
they just make me mad, so I just really don't. Yeah, well, that's that's because they're they're technically out of the playoffs. Like I don't care what anybody said. They're gonna they're not gonna make the playoffs. And okay, so let me ask, me, let me ask you this. You know what? You, 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 you know what? You're about to answer my question. Part of me hopes they don't. You know, you just answered my question. Thank you. <laughs> you literally just bought answer. Part of me hopes that they don't because I need to see change. And they need to realize that there needs to be massive change that needs to be done. I need to see change. Not no little band-aid shit. Not no like, oh, okay, if we get motivated and if the bats get hot, we could we can make it with this team. No, you have to get rid of the Sanchez. Is it Sanchez, the catcher that can't that that that, that can't that can't frame? There's, there's way too much Is that talent him? on that team. Yes, it's him. There's way too much talent on that team. There's way too much. They have everything they need. They really do. Except pitching. And they have a lot of that. And they have a decent amount of that. I'm sorry. B- bats? B. We got three solid left-handed hitters. We got right-hand hitting. And a DH. And a catcher that can, that can fucking hit out this goddamn world. <laughs> but yet, we struggling to make the playoffs. We struggling we, to get, we struggling we struggling to get struggling hits. To score. We struggling to get, make contact with the fucking ball. We struggling to score. These niggas make... They have moments where they all... Where they look just unbeatable. That's what bothers me. They have moments where they look absolutely unbeatable. Like, how do you even beat this team? Then they have moments where all of them look like they should be playing in the minor leagues. Chasing that pitches they have no business chasing after. We got runners in scoring position. Out. Somebody strike out. Somebody pops out. That's a metropolitan shit. Yeah, like, come on, you know, like, it's like, oh, boy, these de- these definitely aren't, these definitely aren't your, 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 oof. I'm just realizing, technically, these, these, these are, let, let's just say, these are not our father's Yankees. That's I'm just realizing that technically, like, at my age, most people my age are fathers, so, <laughs> I can't even say these That's, that's why I study. Because we're a weird demographic in, the, in this podcast. <laughs> Oh, we that time with the Texans because like, like could they say could they say with the Texas Rangers dog? Like, come on, man, come on. Yeah. Uh, so right now they, these, it, are, these are definitely we have not... a runner in first and second. Is that what I'm seeing? Or run? Are the runners on the runners on third. third? Okay. Now watch this shit. What are you swinging at? What are you swinging? He literally at right reached there? for that shit. That was low and away. What are you swinging? Exactly my point right there. What are you swinging at? Looking like you don't belong in the league. Like, are you serious? Look at that. That's you not even close to the ball. <laughs> and then he oh looked and, and, and then he looked at the runner on third like I'm sorry, B. Now you know who else I kind of feel sorry for? And you know what though? <clears throat> I didn't I didn't get a chance to mention this earlier when we had Chill Will on the line. And that was that Chill Will is joining us from the Blue Chew Get In Hotline. And folks, if you guys do not realize it by now, that Blue Chew happens to be that little blue pill that can give you back that thrill. What it does is that it, it, it's... My fault, No problem, no problem, no problem. What it is is that once you open, up, once you open up a pack, you're able to head to a sack. Just a few chews before you do, 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 do. And do. It has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so this is one opportunity that you don't want to miss. I guess you guys understand what I'm talking about now. She's going to love how you come through like a champ when you blue chew in advance. And if you use this week's promo code of, of, of KJ, like our co-host over here, VH, 
I'm not gonna keep word, doing word associations with Blue Chew and those initials, right? Yeah, <laughs> Actually, I think I can. I think I can. KJ very horny. Okay. That's a fact. Pause. <laughs> I'm com- I'm comfortable enough in myself and getting that one out <laughs> without 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 any sideways looks, right? But listen, use our promo code KJVH. Wagwan, yo, is that is that the cousin? I see. This, I, I don't know what the three one zero is, but I definitely see the scrams. Is that yo? Is that, is that the cousin Ricky? What's going? Yo, it's so funny. I, I, it's my cousin, little Ricky. But I, I know this motherfucker is probably like like yeah, probably your size now. <laughs> 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 but it's still my cousin, little Ricky. <laughs> What's going on, cuz? How you doing? Yo, listen, cuz, if you know anybody that needs some blue chew, right? So you, I mean, whoever they want to take it themselves or go ahead and pump out a pack real quick, right? Go ahead and tell them to, to go to go to the Blue Chew website. Use my promo code KJVH, and they'll be able to get their first order of Blue Chew free. That is, that's basically six packs of Blue Chew for free. And you know, and you know what you do? Then you tell your friend to go ahead and use that promo code. And you tell your other friend, and tell your other friend, tell your other friend, and then they all get a first free packet. And then after that, you don't gotta order no more if you don't have to. That's the, that's the trick about it, right? You got like six. You got you got like you got like six things. You know, like six. Like listen, so for somebody like us, like six six things is basically t- um twelve times for us. So basically, yeah. like, damn it, that's twelve days, <laughs> twelve different nights. <laughs> I've, I've, I've just I've just beaten the Sonic coins out of somebody. <laughs> you understand? But blue but, chew. But, 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 just. But. Chew it. <laughs> what was that song that Fifty Cent was on? I beat was up, 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 up. That's what the blue chew do for you. Exactly. We all know that reference. You'll beat the Sonic coins out of her. <laughs> that shit just goes split. Basically, what 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 we used to call that back then is that you'll leave her in stitches. That's basically when 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 she's just over there curled up in the bed asking you to get her a, like a glass of water real quick and and, and a rag. <laughs> Sonic coins, stitches. Always wanted to see what this was about. It's my, it's my sports podcast. You know, talk sports, talk about this, talk about that. Get a little bit everywhere. You know what I mean? Go go off real, get on real, get go back off real again. You know what I mean, hop on the top of the train. You know what I mean? Go ride that motherfucker and then end the podcast. That kind of shit. You know, Brooklyn Zoo. Oh, come back, come back. Who you talking about coming back? That was fucking Joe Tory. Come back. Oh, you want Joe Tory back? Come back. Where's where he not in Philly? Come back. Is he in Philly now? Fucking Joe Tory, come back. You know he's just chilling. Come Who's back. in Philly? Please. Oh, our last coach, our last skipper is in, is in Philly, right? Yeah, Joe Tory, come back. Yo, why do they have to black out the the the? Come back to New York, save my Yankees. I don't think that's happening. I don't, I don't think that's gonna happen at all. But fire Aaron Boone. But talking about unfortunate incidences, right? That's kind of like kind of like what the Yankees and Mets are. The Yankees, see, the Yankees have been unfortunate circumstances for the last four years. They just break your heart. But we you know what was happening. They were making the playoffs, so it break your heart it, in the playoffs. It allowed uh, like it allowed a little bit of mystique and a little bit of and, and, and a little bit of cl- and and a, a little bit of leeway, right? For for their losing, like Altuve, at least they made the playoffs. Altuve's home run in Game Six still haunts me. But now. 
And we've said this from the beginning. Like we was, we've been saying it. Like listen, listen, this is not winning basketball. This is not winning baseball. You're not gonna win this. But like, I don't even know how you keep making the playoffs this way. I right, it was a full moon on Monday. As it's showing, I don't know. If that's still a full moon now here on Wednesday. Or that's, or that's a partial full moon. But I know the actual full moon was on Monday. Call yourself a catcher. You can't even catch no fucking pitches. Can't frame for shit. Damn it. And you. You, you been giving up some bad hits too at the worst times too, motherfucker. Strike? Okay. Did they give them a strike? No, it's a ball. Oh, he, they called no, that they, a strike. Nah, they a strike. That shit was high as fuck. He was. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> it, but, it, but it looked like a strike for a second. Hey, that's a, hey, we got one. Top of the eighth. Texans are up. Olsen on the, Olsen on the mound. One ball, one strike. I don't know who the fuck is up to up 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 to up to bat. I think that's John B. I'm not quite sure. So, fuck it. Go trade for Otani. The Yank like the, the Mets and the Yankees both disappointed their fan bases this year. Highly, 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 highly. Especially the Mets, Lord. Well, listen. I don't want to say especially the Mets because I'm sorry. These motherfuckers should be winning 100 games a year, every year. And then, but not even, let's not even talk about expectations, right? Let's talk about where you actually were, the position you actually were in. At the For the Mets, they were actually in first place. Mm. All they had to do was hold on to their shit, but kind of like the Yankees. They were never in first place this year. They were in first place, the Mets. They were in first place in the division. Oh, the Mets, yeah. The Yankees, no. No, 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 no. I'm talking about something different. Kind of like the Yankees. Oh, that's when you stop me. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me tell you where they were like the, where they were like the Yankees. Oh, oh. They couldn't put... Oh, I thought he gave up a home run. I was say, Lord. They could never... While they had one pitcher that definitely dominated for the majority of the season, right? They definitely couldn't... Could never put points on the board when they had runners in scoring position. Like, Yankees are the number... Like, they were the number one... Like, these were the top two teams of solo home runs that, you, that you've ever seen. But what? But yet, when they put somebody on base, these guys that that hit all these solo home runs, home runs were whiffing. The Yankees and the Mets both had these same problems, but for a long ass time of the season, the Mets were in first place. For a long ass time of the season, the Yankees were in playoff contention, actual playoff contention. And then the Mets started losing games, and then it started becoming iffy. If they were going to hold on. And then, you know what? Pfft, they let go of the fucking rope. They fell down. Ah. This nigga here dropped another fucking pitch. Right? Then, you have the Yankees. That, they started falling. But then, they, they went. They, but but it, they didn't fall out of playoff contention. They basically, now what they fell to was first playing, first, first playing game. Not playing game. First wild card game. <laughs> the highs and lows of the New York Yankees. They first came, wild card game. They came in the season like this. And then, then went like this. They made a couple of like trades. And, and then, got themselves, oh, got themselves a couple of lefties. You thought this was the winning formula. And they yeah. went on a 13 game winning streak. Nigga, they was coming for And the got race. themselves right back in playoff contention. Fuck playoff contention. They was coming for the division. They was then, coming for the division. They gave that right back. To wow. now, there's you don't even know if they're gonna make the second wild card game. The Yankees don't even need to make the playoffs. Like exactly. Like I'm exactly. sorry. Like I normally go into a year at least knowing, in that, out of all of the teams that I root for, 
the Yankees are going to be the one that does the shit correctly. But for the last... Look at that. A routine play. Routine Safe. play. Oh, my God. They called God. him out. Single. Safe. Oh. Routine play. That's an easy out. They let Joey Garcia get on base. Yeah, this should be a... That's a routine play, <laughs> That's dog. an error. Come on, man. That's going to be an error for... Who the fuck is that? I think that's Torres. Come on, man. You got to be better than that. Miss the playoffs, please. Because I, I know if y'all miss the playoffs, I'm going to get some change. That's for damn sure. I'm going to get some change. Yeah, because if, if, they, if they don't miss the playoffs, they may convince themselves to run it back with the same watch, people because watch, they... They'll, they'll make the playoffs and then go on some miraculous run and, and, get, get, and magically get to the ALCS and then people think that they could just run this shit back. Well, that's what they're hoping for is that, you know what? They're going back through their cold slump and that... They can once they make the playoffs. Hopefully that when they make, and, and and really this is literally their words. Hopefully, when they make it into the playoffs, they hit their warm streak, and they can ride that through the playoff. Like seriously, dog. Like I know you say like, 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 like you want to catch hot in the playoffs, but you got to show some consistency. Seriously, there is no consistency on the team. The only thing you can chances see- are you make that playing game, playing game right. You make the playing game against the Red Sox. What pitcher you think the Red Sox are gonna put on the mound? The one that you can't hit, Chris Fucking Sale. At least that was a good play. Yeah, Chris Sale will be pitching to you. The way y'all motherfuckers been fucking around, you might get shut out. Fuck. Life as a Yankees fan these days. He made it safe. No, he's out. I thought he was celebrating. <laughs> For a second, I thought he was celebrating being safe. Boy, I miss my Yankees when I was seven. Nah, he was definitely safe, old. though. I miss my Yankees when I was seven, eight years old. In the World Series every year. Couldn't tell us shit. We was running shit. Oh, the days. The only thing better than that is being a, being a Yankees fan during a teenager. <laughs> like, that shit is fun. <laughs> you get the stunt with your Yankees cat it's on the, anyway. It's the per- it was, that shit that you sent way back when the Knicks were balling was literally how, what it was. The Knicks are great. What did it cost you? The Yankees. And that's literally what it's cost me. I wanted my Knicks to be back. It didn't really cost us the Yankees. Yep, it definitely cost us the And Yankees I think the Giants in part two. No, the Giants were in Oh, the Giants were good. Oh, God. <laughs> Them niggas did. <laughs> Brooklyn might have cost us the Giants. <laughs> like, you may have six, more than six teams, obviously, eight teams. Well, I guess half of them are good. We don't just pay, we, don't, we, uh, we just don't pay attention to hockey enough. Oh, the Islanders, yeah. And the Rangers were good this year, if I'm not mistaken. I know the Islanders got to the Stanley Cup, so. Final, that is. So oh, no, I'm bugging. They got to the conference final, I think. Either way, I mean, shit. Yeah, damn, you know. Hey. Okay. So, you got all that in and without, and then not any runs. 
Okay, so as, as, let's move on from the from the Yankees and Mets being a disgrace and having all this un- absolute disgrace and 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 really having a lot of unfortunate love because also like we'll while we're being hard on them like we'll be irresponsible to to also mention the fact that they they've both suffered a lot of injuries even from like people that they depended on for like the Mets like their starting pitcher who was also who was also a miniature like Shohei. I can't I can't give the Yankees that that. That's only because they've overcome it in the past. Yeah. Most teams don't, but we've talked about this in the past. And, and I talked about this when, when this day comes, is that the Yankees have, have, have overcome injuries so much that when they don't, you're going to blame them for it. But other teams, they, they you, you realize, okay, you, your injuries has decimated your team. The problem with them is like, okay, somebody gets hurt. But the person that goes in to, to hold it down is like, they do better than the it, it's not. It's not like it's not like we put in some absolute li- trash liability out there. No, 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 we put no. in somebody who could be starting on an NBA team, and, and then even when we put in somebody, else, so okay. it's like come on now. And the crazy thing about it, what's been happening, like even when we bring in somebody like off the farm system, they've been doing better than they, the starter was. They just finally activated Lu- uh, Luis Severino. I forgot that nigga was even on the team still. I forgot he was on the team. That's how much talent is on this motherfucking team. <clears throat> Let's talk about another New York team that that's had some unfortunate. Actually, no, not another New York team that's had some unfortunate time. Let's talk about some other teams that that's had some unfortunate incidents happening to them. That it looked like it's going to affect their their season, especially when we're talking about injuries. The first one being that Buffalo versus Miami game. Mm. Where I'm not going to come up here and say it was the injury that made that team lose because Miami was getting was was getting manhandled well before that. Before Tua before Tua got a tongue twister went down injured, which happened 10 and, and at the 10 minute and 41 second mark in the first quarter. He already had been sacked like 3 times. Or at least rushed and hit. Well, he was, first drive, first play of the game, he was sacked. Then it was a run, and then the next play, he was sacked again. His very first drive, the very first drive of the game, he sacked twice. Dominated. Buffalo would get a pump return. They take it out to the forty-six. Then and and, and then Buffalo will get the ball right. Eventually, there'll be a forty-eight yard run by Singletary. Two minutes and ten seconds left in the first. Or or not two seconds, ten minutes left. But shit. I don't know why the fuck I wrote two ten there. It was twelve minutes and fifty seconds. <laughs> oh, second and ten. There we go. <laughs> it was second and ten. And he broke away for a forty eight yard run and touchdown. Um touchdown run. Rushing touchdown. So, that's basically their second play of the game. Forty. So Basically, in the first five plays of the game, Tua is sacked twice, and Buffalo runs for a forty-eight yard touchdown, seven nothing. Yeah, Buffalo wasn't playing with them niggas. Then they get the ball back on the next possession. This is that possession we're talking about. Miami's second possession. Tua already gets hit again, and then he gets hit again. With 10 minutes and 41 seconds left. So he got sacked again, then he got rushed and got hit. 
Now I'm gonna tell you this. Shout out to the offensive line. I'm gonna tell you this. Miami was able to run the ball. They just couldn't pass the ball for shit. Like the few run plays they had were actually pretty decent run plays. It's just that every time Tua Tua stepped back, Tua was running for his life. And then he got hit again. And he was done. Nailing the coffin. They were already buried. On the court. Judge struck out. So this is this was they, they were locked out before like this game was locked up before the injury. Eight minutes to go in the first, you got a bomb by Sanders. A touchdown by Diggs with seven minutes and two seconds left. 14 nothing. Now we got Jaco- Jacoby Bissett starting. Immediately Jacoby Bissett looks better than Tua got a tongue twister. Immediately looks better than him. So, I didn't think that Tua was going to be in... It's, actually, yes, I did. Actually, I'm not even going to front. Yes, I did. When I made my prediction that Jalen got a, that, that Jalen Hurts was going to be better than him, I, I, won, I, was, I was even predicting this even if, Tua, even if Tua lasted the season, but I didn't think Tua was going to last the season because I, don't, I think he's too small. I think his wide receiver that they just drafted is too small. I think at, skill, I think at running back, they're too small. I, I think at every skill position that they basically have on offense, they're too small. It's way too small. Offensive line is some big-ass niggas, but the skill positions, barely bigger than some 14-year-olds. With nine minutes and 53 seconds left to go, Miami, Miami gets a fumble. In the red zone, 15-yard line. And then Buff- but then they turn right back around and Buffalo, there's an interception by Buffalo. And then Miami gives it right back with another fumble at the end of that at the end of the half. As they fumbled the punt at this point in time. <laughs> and then at that point in time, I just kind of like stopped keeping track. It was, it was already a wash and I, and I was like... And I, the route was on. Buffalo will, would end up winning that game 35 to nothing. Nada. As I just said, Tua got a tongue twister. I Did he even complete a pass before he went out? I think one. They don't even have his numbers up. They don't even have his numbers up, to be honest with you. And it don't even matter. Jacoby Bissett went in. Actually, wait. I'm sorry. He was one for four. 13 yards before he started. Jacoby Bissett came in there. was 24 for 40. Damn, he had passed that many times? He was, they was getting that ass whooped. 169 yards. Well, he Hold came in for 100, a whole game. What's up? He threw 40 times, bro. 24 completions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This Sean Watson, where art thou? But you know what though? He only looked better because he didn't have to run for his life every time, every time pressure came. He could actually stand in the pocket and, and throw the fucking ball. Before he, before anything happened, Tua's Tua's doing what Kyler Murray does, where he's where he's running out. But he doesn't have Kyler Murray kind of legs or speed. Like I'm sorry, he ain't Kyler Murray. He ain't Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Watson, and Lamar Jackson. <laughs> he doesn't have. I don't think he has that kind of speed like anymore. Play good hit, Gallo. So Josh Allen goes seventeen for. Well, shit. He was at, he was that much better himself. Seventeen for thirty three, one hundred seventy nine yards, two touchdowns and interception. But hey, 
Shit, thirty five nothing. That's all that matters. At the end of the day. For real. Zach Moss two rushing touchdowns, Singletary a rushing touchdown, thirteen for eighty two. Stephon Diggs four catches, sixty yards and a touchdown. They saw Knox two touchdowns, seventeen yards and a touchdown. Two receptions, I said I meant to say. I remember that big catch by Emmanuel Sanders. He had a nice big catch too in that game. <clears throat> the Buffalo goes there to take care of his business. They 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 end up one one. Miami's one one. New England is one one. Jets zero two. Just as we predicted. Hey, a run in the clutch. That made, that, is that it? Did it come in? Sure did. Love to see it. There it goes. Okay. Bottom of the eight. Yeah, that's perfect timing. Good. Chapman, don't fuck it up. You whore. Two outs. Man on second. Let's see if they can add a couple more runs onto this. Now, like I said, Tua got a tongue twister went out. I'm not going to blame this loss on Tua being out. Like I said, as you can see, Tua was being ragdolled. And I don't know if it's, if it's Tua's size or because of Tua's inexperience, but he was not standing in the pocket to look downfield the way that Jacoby Brissett was. Now, Jacoby Brissett may have went 17 for 40, but at least he was standing in that pocket to, um, to throw the ball. And a couple of times, and I remember one play specifically, when they tried to take him down. Yes, another run. Like, like they got him down and they wrapped him up. Oh, see, see, see. Damn it. Now get your bitch ass up. Right. Oh, good. Yeah, they, they had a nice little rush, um, run come in by the Yankees again, 5-3. And I remember there was one specific play where, where, the, where the Bills got a sack and... Even after the sec, even after the first and second guy basically had him wrapped up, I remember two, three more guys came to over and they basically had to blow the whistle dead because they, they, they didn't even have him down yet. It was basically a sack and he was standing up. Like one of those Ben Roethlisberger's kind of sacks. So I can so I can possibly see why Jacoby Brissett played better because you can see immediately he's airing that shit out. He let that shit go. He's standing like he's he just standing there. One, two, three. When you see two get the ball. It's one, two, scrum, 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 scrum. Before two seconds can hit, he's looking to he's looking to scramble with that ball. Because unfortunately, I'm sorry, that's kind of what he's used to, even from college. Get the ball, scramble out, then throw. Not stand in the pocket and let's get the ball out of there. Only time he did that is every once in a while when his when 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 his five star Alabama wide receivers was going up against some three star cornerback and and they happened to get a fucking jet route and he, and he had them fucking blown out and you know what I mean down the seam already, and you let it and you stand in the pocket you just let it rip, and and let your ball and let your guy just fall underneath that that doesn't happen that's not happening here, so basically every play is like the difficult play that he had at Alabama where he has to scramble out, but he don't got that Kyler Murray speed. Where, 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 where once Kyler Murray's scrambling out, you're like, because Kyler Murray's closer to that Vic speed than, than Tua got a tongue twister is. Tua looks slow. Tua looked like he got Baker Mayfield speed. Is it, is it like, am I, am I, am I being harsh on him by saying that? That Tua looked like he got Baker Mayfield speed? That's actually a compliment. Because <laughs> Baker Mayfield ain't that slow. Let me go there's ahead and... Whole, there's a whole hell of a lot slower than Baker Mayfield. That's for damn sure. I'm not gonna lie. I don't have much more time, baby. My head is fucking... 
faded right now. I don't know what the fuck it is. No problem, no problem. Understood. I'm just letting you bring up the Steelers games, and after that, I'm probably going to cut out. Actually the, Steel- actually, the Steelers games is actually the very next game. Because we talk about, we talk about, we had a couple of teams that, that, like I said, were kind of unfortunate, like the Yankees, like even with injuries, Miami was the first one. Tua got a tongue twist, it's gonna, it has a, has a fractured rib that he's going out with, so they're going to see how long it's going to take to be back. We're probably going to expect four to six weeks, because as you know, with a fractured rib, even when you breathe, it's going to be That's hurting. Right. And for right now, you know, um, I know he's not going to be at the point where he could just take a shot and get it and get it taken care of, but right now, anytime I hear about anybody taking a shot at the ribs, I can't help but think about Tyrod Taylor. Ooh. As he even did he he went down too again, didn't he? Yep, hamstrings. Yes, right. Yeah, I talked about him one day, yeah. And if you guys have been listening on the Podbean app, as you know, we just passed a two hour mark on the Podbean app, so you guys lost us for a little bit, so you guys have us back now. We are back on the Podbean app and the Blue Chew Get In Hotline is officially open again. Alrighty, so let's go to another team that, that that happened to suffer from injuries. And that happened to be the game between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now while I while I won't say that the Yes sir Well I won't come out here and say that the that Gary the, that my oh he just hit a homie? Sure did. Well I won't come out here and say that the Miami Dolphins lost their game because of injuries. I am actually pretty damn confident of saying that the Pittsburgh Steelers lost their game because of defense. Because before the injury to TJ Watt there was a lot more havoc being 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 handled on defense than what happened afterwards. This was a much closer game. This was a much more defensive game, and like I said, this this came a point where where, where Las Vegas just kind of like I just just pulled just pulled away in in the in the in the, in the second half. But I don't know if that if that goes the same way because because I feel like they're gonna get a couple more stops. A couple of those runs don't go through. Wait wait wait! Like all I know is TJ was wreaking havoc before that injury. Like, he forced De- a fumble. Devin, Devin, exactly. Devin Bush didn't even play because of his groin as well. There was another player, too, who who, who who didn't play as well because he was hurt. Vital player, I forget his name, fuck. But I feel like if if I at least had Devin and TJ, I feel like that game goes a lot different because Derek Carr wasn't, couldn't just stand back up in there like he was toward the latter part of the game. But, hey. Kudos to the Raiders. They still did. They still do what you do. You take advantage of the injury. You go get your win mm-hmm. and whatnot. They're now two and zero. Steelers offensive line. That that needs God and a whole bunch of prayer, so that my quarterback Ooh. is not getting fucking killed. Ooh. And oh my God, that that stiff on my Najee Harris. But once again, as I as I will continue to be saying all year, Steelers are projected to be garbage anyway. So. Well, they still start off one and one, so they're on that. They're they're on path. They're on pace to be garbage. That is. I don't mean that when I say that. I'm just being facetious. <laughs> just let you know. <laughs> no, no, hey, hey, everybody says they're supposed to be garbage. So, Big Ben, 27 for 42, 95, one touchdown, one interception. Like I said, Najee Harris. He had, he had one nice stiff arm, but didn't do much. 10 rushes, 38 yards. One thing I will say about the Raiders. Derek Carr looking good. Yes. Derek Carr looking good. But, yes. I'm, not, but I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid that quick because one is to... to I've seen a lot of fools go two weeks into, early into the NFL But you know what, season. though? 
going going and then going forward from there. For and the- on top of that, I saw the Raiders start six and three last year, and I saw how that finished. So for the most part, though, Derek Carr does well. It's everything else around him that's fucking up. Like he normally has well, like four thousand yards in a season, right? Derek Carr's always been nice. Twenty five touch plus always touchdowns, nice. right? Always been nice. Derek Carr's always been nice. I actually like Derek Carr. We, we just, I, we, I, we, I just, we just thought, not Google Gaga over him. I, it's not even Google Gaga. I just thought everything else around him is not lit enough to to, to do so. And let's see, how many times did they get? Did they target and get the ball to their? Damn. Like, the, the crazy, That's it? Only seven targets for Darren Waller today? We had him bottled up. That's Henry Ruggs had seven had seven yards. That's five receptions, 113 yards that, and a touchdown. That's the thing. Steelers were so worried about taking taking Waller out the game and left Henry Ruggs available. And you saw how he ended up catching some crazy bomb for TD. But I'd rather, I'd rather put the game up. The, the way Steelers played defense, it's not that it was bad defense, B. You just didn't expect TJ to get hurt to, to eliminate our pass rush. That would have had Derek Carr just standing back there all day. So it's going to be But good. in the secondary, that's what you want to do. Waller is the number one option. Take yeah. away the number one option. Force, yeah, if someone's going to beat you, force should be the second, yeah, the second option. But then also, it's going to be, like, I guess the biggest test is going to be, I guess, week three then. Right, the bigger test is gonna be week three once they have time to prepare for having TJ Watt out, because just losing TJ Watt, you may not have real chance to actually like really, you may not have actual chance to, to make any real adjustments. Give, he has a week now, he has some time. Maybe he's able, maybe he's able to to make some adjustments that allows, that allows his team to continue to be productive. And who do they play this week? They have a game against Smoking Joe Burrow. So that should be a that should be a victory and uh, and the, and the, and the seven thousand also picked them to wait did the seven thousand pick them to win yes they did. yes they did seven thousand picked Pittsburgh to win as well <clears throat> I don't have much stuff about the Pittsburgh because like I said I'm just gonna talk about Green Bay and Detroit now if you're able to last like I said because I said Miami and Detroit, Miami and, and Vegas not Miami and Pittsburgh they happen to have some unfortunate losses. One game lost their team because of their loss. Another team just lost, was was already losing their game. Like I said, what man was already getting ragged off. Right. Detroit and Green Bay happen to be a, a completely different game. I'm gonna just say this real quick, and then I'm gonna just go. Mm-hmm. Green Bay did what they're supposed to do. It looked ugly at first. It like it wasn't clean or nothing. But you know, Detroit does Detroit things. Bad teams do bad things. They end up shooting themselves in the foot. Good teams do good things. Take advantage of what bad teams do. That's what Green Bay Green Bay did. The only thing I don't like about that whole game is the end when it seemed like because I love Rodgers. Rodgers is my favorite quarterback. More than Mahomes, more than anybody. My favorite quarterback for years. Everybody knows this about me. I love the dude. But to stand on a podium and even and then the next day go on a podcast and beat your chest about beating the Detroit Lions. I look at you funny but one thing is like you talking like this, you beat the Lions. But was he? Oh, you talk, you talk like this, as if you just didn't get your ass beat by the Saints the week before, who ended up getting their ass beat by the Panthers the next week. And then you talking like this as if this is the end of the season. B, you got to. Not only do you have a huge game this Sunday night, you Sunday have a, you have a game against a team that has. 
dragged y'all the, the last few times that y'all seen. And, and then they got Pittsburgh after. They got you guys after that, right? Yeah. Week four? But, but that, that week don't matter, right? This this is the week that matters. You have a team. You have a game against a team that is dragged. Don't fuck what happened last year. Last year, San Francisco was decimated by injuries. So you did what you were supposed to do. But in 2019, both times, oh, shit. the regular season and NFC Championship game, San Francisco dragged them. And what is Green Bay's problem right now? Defense, as always. So you know what San Francisco's going to do? They're going to do the same thing that they did back then. Run the ball down their goddamn throat. Get pressure with four on the offensive line that, once again, just like in 2019, is missing due to injury. So, like, don't talk like that. No, you got that game, and there's a good chance that you might get your ass beaten again. So, because what you're going to do now, all, all you basically did is alienate all the people who were talking shit about you. So, now, they're going to be paying attention because everybody probably already thinks that San Francisco's going to drag you. So when, so if you do get dragged, they're gonna be right there Monday morning talking that shit. Don't talk that hot shit and then come out in San Francisco and get your ass beat. Don't do that. Don't do it. See, I don't know if he was like puffing up his chest about beating Detroit. If he wasn't so much more about saying that, okay, now that we're back in the win column, what do you guys have to say now? But that's the thing. You're doing that after beating Detroit. It's not about being. It's not about being Detroit at all. It's, you know, come out. Had he said what he said after going into San Francisco and beating them like thirty to 23, 24. Actually, you know what? If he if he would have came out there after week four after beating beating Detroit, right? Let's say he beat San Francisco and they beat Pittsburgh, right? And they beat and all three come, of them. And then he came out and then he came out and say that. Like that. Yeah. Th- yeah, because like, you know because, what, my be- nigga? Like, you know because what? you can lose to San Francisco and you can lose to Pittsburgh and you could be one and three and then what? And then what? And then what? Exactly. Exactly. Like, so just because if you're one and three and if Detroit hasn't won a game since then, there's still one game behind you at 0 and 4. So then what? It's like you came out and accused everybody of overreacting to you losing to New Orleans. My nigga, you just overreacted by saying what you said after beating Detroit. That shit, that's facts. That's another. I feel actually, I feel what you said. Yeah, they, he could have waited till he could have waited a couple like, of weeks like till, me, till I had some more. Ever, at like, least go beat San Francisco <clears throat> this week and then come out and say you do that because who, you say like any, at least go beat do. somebody. Go beat so like you're not even saying so much. Yo, you just you only beat Detroit. Go beat some people. Go beat somebody who's been beating your ass. Go beat some people before you go puffing out your chest. Like 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 you. You want to you beat you beat fucking Fr- Detroit. San Francisco, like, what the fuck are you, you talking? has been dragging y'all when it matters the last few years. I see what you're saying. Go Why are wh- you talking go, shit? Go, All you know is beat Detroit. Their ass. <laughs> go whoop their ass, thirty to twenty or something like that this Sunday night, where everybody's gonna be watching. Go whoop their ass, and then come on the podium uh, and say that. Mister Pintor himself, this motherfucker here, don't fuck it up. I think this nigga got a pat- tattoo on his neck just so he can hide ta- Pintor there. Literally. <laughs> I hate this thing. I, when he comes to the mound, I can't even watch no more because it's just the stress level. The stress level goes up so much. Listen, the good thing that we got, we got like a what? We built a four run lead now. Is it a three run lead four, or four? Yeah, four one, four run. But that doesn't matter. I've seen him blow four run leads this year. You, you just added my stress level up now. Why do you do that to me? 
Got my heart racing and shit. I'm gonna have to take Trust my blood thinner pills. <clears throat> I stand for this beat. My head is killing me. And then I'm gonna watch this nigga pitch. I'm gonna explode. So, by any chance, do you want to make the Detroit and Green Bay game tomorrow? Wait, 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 wait. Is that right? Shit. No, Carolina and, and Houston, I'm not making one of my three picks. Okay. That was my question. <laughs> It'll be a decent game, though. That actually, is. actually, I'm not sure because Ty, Tyra got hurt, so like I'm, I'm not going too, to. I'm not too interested in what Houston got. Go- I, I was interested because I was actually liking what I was seeing from them offensively, even with, even without Trump. I'm like, okay, because they were they were moving the ball up on Cleveland for a little bit. I don't care if Cleveland has no defense or whatnot. It's not like any any of us expected anything out of Houston at all in terms of any type of life without Deshaun Watson. Exactly. So the fact that they're showing life, I would have loved to see Tyrod still be healthy. And finally, because if there's one quarterback that I always felt has gotten the raw end of the deal in terms of having the opportunity, but then the opportunity gets taken from you right away, that's that nigga. I wish. As I and, said, and the crazy thing is, all that shit started happening after a year where he took the Buffalo Bills to the playoffs. So it's just like, damn. That's what I said. Like, I hope that him and Teddy Bridgewater have a McCowan, Fitzpatrick, Colt McCoy kind of career. So they can... Well, what I mean by when you're 10, 15, 10 to 15 years in the league, teams are constantly calling you up and giving you roles to, uh, to hold shit down. You know what I mean? Um, until they get their next quarterback in there, like, I, like I'm okay with, and it's only because we don't get, a, we don't have. When I say we, black people, we don't have a lot of quarterbacks like that ever in the NFL. Right. It's either you're great or you're nothing. Yeah. This is the first time we, we we we've ever had this many like guys like that can have, have been that starters to backup roles. Because normally once they've been starters, they don't get backup roles really. Be safe. So as we wrap up all of the week two games, we get to the we get to the start of week three, right? And if you guys haven't heard it heard already, week three is gonna be starting off with Carolina taking on the Houston Texans. I've made my pick already. Houston, um, the automated pick of seven thousand has made its pick already. You know, upgraded from last year. <coughs> Excuse me. And. As, as we already started talking about this, like, my, my, my co-host made a lot of good points. And, and a lot of the points that are, are probably the reasons why I don't think most people are going to end up picking, picking Houston. I have, I'm have i not a betting person, really, so I don't really take a look at the over-unders and, and how Vegas has this and stuff like that. I'll be hard-pressed to see that, to, to even, to see in any way, shape, or form that Vegas has Houston favored in any way. You know, has Houston favored. Carolina Panthers should come in, I should come into this game and, and put a complete ass-whooping on them. We if we've seen what Sam Donald has done with his new team, we see what he's starting to look like with weapons. And we're talking about like real weapons. And even though, even though, like I will add that one of the weapons that he has now happens to be one of the happen <laughs> happens to be one of the weapons that he already had in New York from before. But he has it now. And there's a familiarity there's a familiar familiarity. Right, with um, with why am I forgetting Hot Rod's name? I don't why I don't know why Roddy Rod Robbie Robbie Roddy 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 William Anderson Robbie Anderson. There we go, Hot Rod. Right, 
he's there's already a familiarity with, with familiarity familiarity with hot rod and but then you but then you add that and you and with the with having one of the baddest running backs in, in the game one of one of the best dual threat running backs in the game is Christian McCarthy a guy in Christian McCarthy that honestly I feel like we don't talk about him enough the only reason we don't talk about him enough is because he's not black like like I'm, I'm willing to say that shit. Like 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 the, like the dude is dope as fuck. Yeah. I don't think and I don't think he gets talked about enough. And he and he gets talked about. I don't think he gets talked about enough. And now with somebody that's supposed to be a high a high level quarterback, somebody that people actually had faith in at one point in time, actually had him hang, ranked high on all boards. Not guy like Daniel Jones, where the only people that had him ranked high were the goddamn New York Giants. Still think they fucked up that year because they could have got themselves a badass wide receiver or old lineman or, def- or, or 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 somebody that could pat- uh, rush the passer early on and still came back and got Daniel Jones and never even worried about anybody getting him. But you know what they say? If you identify the guy that you like, go ahead and get him. Whatever. That shit's for the birds. Now you got to build your team properly. And you could have picked, you could have picked a running, you could have picked a quarterback better than Daniel Jones, but you also could have got yourself a, um, a few more weapons before you even picked up Daniel Jones if you thought Daniel Jones was gonna be your guy. But just like the New York, but kind of like similar to the New York Jets in a, in, a, in a weird way, where they don't have their guy. Now, New York Jets didn't believe that they had their guy because they don't have the proper weapons around him, or they didn't know how to utilize him properly. And so now he's over in Carolina where they have a much better offensive scheme, and they have much better offensive talent over there. And, and, and due to the fact that they have the offensive talent, you're starting to see Sam Darnold look like the prospect that he that he was intended to be. The guy, the guy more more familiar, to, more familiar and similar to the guy that we saw in his first year versus that his second and third year. You know, like a guy like that has mono and and and, 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 and loses about twenty five fucking pounds and shit like that because he can't because he has to drink through a fucking straw. Like it's it's so weird like the individual that we forget. Um, what kind of injuries that they have? Like anybody that has that has that has had COVID, the Yankees managed to pull a pull away the victory, so they end up coming away with that game, seven to three. Sam Dolan has Alva Kamara and Alva Kamara. They have damn, 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 damn. How the fuck I just forget his name? But they have Robbie Edison. Who will not forget it? And Christian McCarthy, all right, and that happens to be just enough weapons for him to continue to be successful. What's going on, Mark? We see Mark just joining the room, as we have KJ who just left the room. KJ suffering from a headache, and Mark has joined us for the last hour of the podcast. <clears throat> I expect, yeah. So I fully expect the Carolina Panthers to go ahead and take this victory, um, for the for the Thursday night game, and. Unfortunately, like we, we we're gonna see Houston dropping up a game. Tyrod Taylor isn't there, so even the backup, even the quarterback that they thought was gonna be the backup to to um to Deshaun Watson, he's not gonna be there. They have some other guy that's gonna come in there and be the starting quarterback because Deshaun Watson isn't gonna play. Deshaun Watson doesn't want to play for this team. Basically, Deshaun Watson's kind of like Ben Simmons, like I don't want to play another game for you, guys. You get the fuck out of here. <coughs> What's going on, Mark? Welcome to the motherfucking podcast. <laughs> What's good, y'all? Mm-mm. Well, it's not like you just woke up. Nah, fucking. I was in a doc. I went to the doctor's today. Just had, you know, got de-virginized. You got de-virginized? 
Wait, oh, oh, what you you had a colon infection? <laughs> no, no, I just it's I'm at that that age. I'm fifty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yes, yes. I've been hmm? been feeling a little nice all day actually. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm glad to hear. Well, sound like everything is all good. You know what I mean? I'm glad to hear you. Everything you're, you're all good. Yeah, and yeah, everything. And shit. What's up? Yeah, everything was good, man. Everything came out. Everything came out well. What's up? Yeah, I got my. Yeah. I got an appointment tomorrow morning. Actually, I need to start. <clears> that's why I wasn't even trying to really drink tonight. Like, I only had, I only had like, one little cup, really, because, yeah, I've been drinking mostly water all day. Yeah, I freaking, I fasted, I fasted yesterday into today. Cause I was also, starving, boy. Like, put it this way, because I, I already know that my shit ain't gonna, <clears throat> ain't gonna come back good, because my right arm has been tingling for about two months now. <laughs> and I haven't really mentioned that shit, but I was like, I'm gonna see my doctor soon. So, I'll, I'll deal with that shit then. Yeah. Like, my whole entire shit's been taking, like, my hand, my hand has been, like, I've been having prickly shit going through my hand 24-7 for, like, the last two months. It's the right side. It's the right side that, that is when um you get fucked up, right? For uh, strokes and shit? I don't know. Is your right side or your left side? I don't know. Who knows? But we'll figure it out. If I have, if I start coming out having a lazy lip and a lazy, and a lazy eye, then you guys know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still be doing the podcast, though. It's my only own. He picked the giant. He picked the giant. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe, maybe I can get some sympathy money from people there. <laughs> I should even yeah, say that. Like, they, they'll come back and use that shit against me, even though I was fucking just doing a random hypothetical joking of a situation. Because we really fucked up that happened to me for real. I'd be like, damn. Should never put that energy out there. <laughs> yeah. But I am very comfortable putting the energy of Carolina beating Houston for the for the Thursday night game. I want to expect this to be close. To be honest with you, I might I don't even know the name of the quarterback that Houston is actually rolling out there. To be honest, I don't think most people it's even the kid, it's the kid from from um, Stanford. Kid from Stanford. Okay, so like, so like I said, I don't even think most people even know the name of the guy that he's rolling out. <laughs> as as we can see, the most even my co-host knows about him is the kid from Stanford. And that's all we probably know right now. So, uh, so we're gonna see how he does. Because if he does well, then probably, then we'll probably learn his name. If he gets sacked or it, um, a bunch, um, a bunch of times or gets intercepted a bunch of times, then we'll start learning his name. But other than that, if he has like a Zach, uh, like a Zach Wilson kind of perform, as you know, Zach had four interceptions. If he had a New England quarterback kind of performance, we probably won't even notice him. Yeah. How about how about if he like balls out and. And then Tyron Taylor will get his job back. <laughs> like my man, my, like my man Brandon was saying, he's he's like the good luck Chuck. <laughs> Yo, you know what? If that's the case, then I want the Giants to go hire Tyron Taylor right after that. <laughs> Yo, if if. That dude ends up being the next quarterback for the Houston Texans because he just balls out. Then I, I, I definitely want the New York Giants to go ahead and get Tyrod Taylor in that room. That's fine. Sign him to a two-year contract and just know that, okay, we know now. From the moment that we've signed him, within the next three years, we're going to get our starting quarterback. <laughs> 
and you know he's what, actually, uh, and he's going up. to be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, only if no, but I I picked up I, I did pick up uh, the Panthers defense for for this week. Mm. You know they they're the number one defense in fantasy right now. I so did I like, not know that. So yeah, oh, like, wait a minute. oh, so you know what? Oh, oh wait. Because you guys know what that is. You guys know what that is. That is a... The Mighty Fantasy Football Tips. <laughs> Not winning tips. Just tips. Tips. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Let's just say what I want involves much more than just the tips. Just the tips. What I want is much more than just the tips. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while yeah. since we've heard that, right? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it's just a tip, folks. But if you guys are listening, especially if if, if you're listening in my in my in my women's fantasy football league, you definitely would want to go ahead and try to add the Panthers to your squad. Well, welcome. I see the creepy old man podcast popped in here real quick. I don't think they're still in the room. What's going on? Yeah, that's definitely a good tip to have. I'm, I'm a good, a good backup defense. If you, if you, if you have a running back or a wide receiver that you look like, you know what, this guy ain't gonna be producing. I'm just kind of holding on to them for sentimental value. And you want to go ahead and add a second defense into your squad. Go ahead and add the Carolina Panthers into it. It sounds like it sounds like it's a, it's, it's a good bet right now. And remember, last on um, on the last show, you weren't here last show, Mark, but on last week on on the last show that we did, I made a bold prediction. And my bold prediction is that the Carolina Panthers could win 12 games this season. I took a look at their record. They can start 8-0 and and possibly 9-0. and It may be 8-9 to games before they even lose a game. Go look at how, how much of a cakewalk that schedule is in the beginning. Actually, actually you know what else? It's funny you saying that. Actually, I was thinking about the fact that, um, that we were talking about how many wins the Giants can get. Mm-hmm. And... You know, because you were saying that that Washington game was like, you know, was that what, what you said? It was a. Um, it was kind of a must win, but it was a must a win. Must win it was yeah. a must win for hope because if they lost that one, it was definitely going to be over early. At least they could have at least had one win on their thing. So at least when they looked, they, they could have been one and three instead of over zero and four. Yeah, so don't play in Atlanta. So that's that one win we gave them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and then also later in the year, I gave I gave him a win over Miami too. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. Because listen, they don't they don't got two. I got a tongue twister. There's no way. Like, if you can't beat the Miami Dolphins, when and, and listen, by the time they play Tua, he may just be coming back, right? But if you can't beat that guy, then you don't deserve to be a starting quarterback. Damn, Daniel. Yo, for real, because that defense is is horrible. The Giants' defense is actually not bad. It's it's everything else. Like, but like I said, I blame I I fully blame the coaching. I I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, I fully blame the coaching for the Giants. The Giants' coaching staff has not find a way to scheme up proper blocking or to find a way to get the offensive line to gel. I no longer can blame this on the players because it's been for ten years. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to blame the players on this. You guys brought in eight different players, basically, within 
with um be, between last season to this season, and you're telling me that they all failed? No, 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 no. There's no way that eight players that you scouted failed. If eight players that you scouted failed, that means you suck as a fucking scout. That's not a player's fault. If you brought together eight players that you couldn't find one line out of between four of them, between three of them, and be like, okay, we're going to be weak in this one area and then chip on that guy. Like, you don't even have that. You couldn't get three guys out of eight. Oh. And yet this is uh, yeah yeah this is all on the players. No, I refuse to believe that. Whoever whoever is the offensive line coach needs to go. Whoever is the scout for the person that wanted to bring those guys in, that person needs to go. Whoever give those guys that that money need he needs to go. And unfortunately, because of the fact that they don't have an offensive line, the guy that's behind that offensive line needs to go too because he is punch drunk. Now, as we wrap up week two and we we talk about a little about week a little bit about week three, we wrapped up week two talking about the Monday night game. Alright? So it sounds like AA Ron is starting his petty tour. And KJ wasn't too happy about his petty tour. Because he's like, listen, if you're gonna if you're gonna be petty about some shit, like don't be petty after you beat Detroit. Why don't you be petty after you've beat Detroit, then beat then come out and beat and, and, and beat damn 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 Cincinnati oh, and, yeah, yeah. and and then that's, that's... and then you go out and you beat Pittsburgh like come out then and then talk some shit like after you've re- you railed off three straight wins and, and you're looking at the end of week four going into week five like talk about it then not after like you just be, you the only person you've beaten so far is Detroit and the only thing that Detroit have in their defense is trying to bite kneecaps and and, and ankles. And that's true because then the next game is against San Fran. So let's see what they do against San Fran. And San Fran. Yes, that's right. Green Bay plays San Fran. That's right. That's right. That's right. I said Cincinnati instead. My bad. I said they play Cincinnati. I meant San Fran. So they play San Fran and then they play Pittsburgh. So we're we going to see. But one, something else something else we're going to see about it. Like we, we talked about this brief in the podcast, and, and, I, and I wanted to bring this back. And I actually wanted to wait until the end of the podcast to talk about after I finished up all of my football talk and kind of finished off the podcast with a little bit of basketball talk because we do have basketball that's coming up. And I really... Hey, do me a favor. Text KJ and see if he's okay to at least join the podcast remotely. I know he said he had a headache, but let's see how he feels. <clears throat> Right now, there is now the WNBA playoffs are coming up, right? And let's 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 make sure we get them in here, right? Hey, ladies. I didn't realize I had it on repeat. <laughs> right, we have we have the we have WNBA playoffs coming up. Now the way the dub now there's gonna be eight teams that make the NBA the WNBA playoffs. Those teams are the Connecticut Suns, and I'm going in order from first to eighth. Connecticut Suns, Las Vegas Aces, Minnesota Lynx, Seattle Storm, Phoenix Mercury, Chicago Sky, Dallas Wings, and you and the New York Liberty. New York Liberty make it into the playoffs for the first time in God knows how long, being led by by Sabrina Sabrina Hadiyasa. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but also by the other rookie as well, who also I think won Player of the Month this month as well. 
Now, the way the WNBA playoffs works is that the top four team basically have a bye week in a weird way, right? Like, they're not going to be playing in the first round. Who do play in the first round are the bottom four teams. And the bottom four it's a one game. It's a one-game elimination. There we go. It's a, and, and the bottom four teams play in a one-game elimination. So the New York Liberty is going to be playing the number five team, the Phoenix Mercury, in a one-game elimination tomorrow night at 10 p.m. on ESPN2. And then after and before that, the Dallas Wing will be playing the Chicago Sky in a one-game elimination at 8 p.m. on ESPN2. So both games you'll be able to catch tomorrow night on ESPN2. Dallas versus Chicago at 8 p.m. and New York versus Phoenix at 10 p.m. And I'm really hoping that New York pulls this off. Like I, I really hope because with a one-game elimination, you just gotta you just gotta catch fire real quick. And the New York Liberty are a sneaky good team, and people don't realize this. Because the New York Liberty started off five and one. The New York Liberty started off really hot. We're talking about 32 games in the season, right? So so we're talking about for a fourth of the season. Fourth? Fifth? For about a fifth of the season, right? And remember, remember they took a break because of the Olympics. But yeah, yeah, the break's always That's there. why they're still playing. But, yeah, that's... That's why the, the WNA is still going. But yeah, but that, yeah that, that's kind of like normal by now. Um, But 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 more focusedly like on the, on the New York Liberty is that people remember like they, were, they started off five and one. Right, and they and they had a really good record to start the season. Part of the reason why why they end up having that bad record is because Sabrina was injured, and that's when they started to fall off. And she was out for a while, and then when and then when she came back, obviously she played herself back into shape, and then they started to win enough games to where they're now they're able to get themselves into the playoffs. And this is a good spot for the New York for the New York Liberty because, like I said, one game elimination. If, if you've been hot coming into the end of the season, right, you're finally now getting your swag back or getting into your momentum or they're not getting back that same groove that they had in the beginning of the season, this this is a good game for you to have. You're able to throw this all out, let everything ride. You know what I mean? You have nothing to lose. You're, you're, you're the bottom seed, and you're able to see if you can able to catch light in the bottom and, and, and advance your way in into the, into the playoffs. Yeah, and not only that, they're lucky that uh they have a chance because Tarasi's not playing. I, she's not playing? I thought she was nah. playing. Nah, she's not playing. She's not playing uh, that game. Is Sue Bird? Wait, who's who, wait, who's who's the person over there? I have to look at it. Um, um, yeah, she's playing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, Gardner? Yeah, she's playing. Okay. Brittany. Yeah. Yeah, Brittany's playing. So it's going to be interesting. So I'm going to be locked in. I'm going to be watching this game tomorrow night. And I'm hoping that my New York Liberty be able to catch that little lightning in the bottle. And also, not, th- not for nothing, because... Sabrina is supposed to also be like one of the next big stars coming out of college. This is a good test for her to see if she's able to live up to some of that standard. There are two young, um, um there's two young girls on this, on this, on this team. Sabrina, I forget the other rookie that we have right now, or the rookie that we, we also have right now. I keep considering Sabrina a rookie only because she played like three games of a rookie season sometimes, and I really don't count it in my head. But for those out there, I don't want to confuse you. Like Sabrina isn't a rookie this year. But before this season, before this year started, she barely, she barely played five games in the WNBA. And as, as we said here, she went down injured almost in, almost early on in this season as well too. But when she's on the court, she is impactful. And, and you know when it, when they said, how does somebody um affect your true winning percentage? She's one of those individuals that impacts true winning percentage. Dallas and Chicago. Like I'm interested in that game too. Like, like there's some stars there, obviously. Um, Parker. Yeah, like we have Parker. If, if I'm not mistaken, We're, isn't no, that's not Scott. Scott Dickens play. 
Nah. Um, damn, what does Skylar play? I forgot where she plays. In Las Vegas? No? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she got traded. Yeah, yeah. yeah for like a... And they're in second place. So we're going to be seeing that because after the... I think they got the best... I think they got the best record in the league. No, second. Vegas. Vegas has second. Second. Yeah, so yeah, they're in second place. Behind the first? Connecticut. The Suns. And then Minnesota what? Lakes are behind them. Sun, Connecticut. Suns are 26 and 6. Mm. Yeah, I still I still believe in, in in Seattle. So after these four games, after these 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 two games get get played, they're going to get these teams. They're going to reseed them and then and then match them up to basically the four teams that are basically not playing. Basically, Connecticut, Las Vegas, Minnesota, Seattle, and then we'll continue to have the uh, continue to have the playoffs. I think they may. We may be coming to an end of the one game elimination, just to let you know. Mm. Um, I think we're coming to now. When I say I think we're coming to an end, I'm also talking about like within like the next four to five years. I think by 2025, I think we, we they would have come. They're gonna come away with the with the one game elimination. Also, that I think that also depends because I think that they need a couple more teams. As it stands right now, there's only about. 12 teams in the WNBA, they need to get to, to like 16. At least. They need to get to 16. We already talked about this. They need to, they need to definitely open up a team down here in Miami. They need to get one back down here. Mm. Immediately. I know what I know what I'll bring up their ratings. It was not about ratings. It's about it is about it is about getting some I more mean, teams. And and getting teams. Getting more. Whatever, because you, 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 you're just gonna say some disrespectful <laughs> shit. Stop it. <laughs> but uh, definitely they need to get a team down here in Miami. <clears throat> I want to say they need to get a team over there in Oklahoma, possibly. Welcome, welcome, feature show. Um, oh, I'm not reading the rest of that shit. <laughs> but thank you for sharing the podcast. Hate us so much that you that you love to share the podcast. I appreciate that. Apparently, their show hates black people. That's the name of their show. Do you see that, Mark? What? What's that? We we have a we have a nice little we have a nice little follower that has come into the room, and the name of their show the feature show hates black people. Oh, I'm being very political about this. That's not what it says at all. Let's see the or it just says I, I mean it just says the feature. Ah, I I see the whole thing. Yeah, we don't. I see the whole thing. Ah, it's okay. It's be, it's best that you don't. It's some ignorant shit that I'm pretty sure that they put out there to get a to get a rise out of people. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like in real life, this person is a complete coward. Obviously, like like they they would never ever say that say that like put whatever they're saying to somebody's face or ever say that in the presence of somebody. So. It's okay, especially you know what I mean, <laughs> especially that, especially somebody that has been fully trained, will be tra- been trained on on, on you know, an M16. You ain't got no life, man. Exactly. For you to for you to be doing shit like this is like, it's like why you just jumping into rooms being disrespectful. But thank you for sharing the podcast, though. I appreciate it, though. Like I said, hate us so much that you got all the shit the podcast. <laughs> we appreciate you. Yeah. So. Yeah, so as the WNBA continues, like I'm, I'm gonna be watching this. I'm, I'm gonna be paying attention to the players. I'm, I'm gonna be looking to see 
if the New York Liberty um could come away with a nice little victory and make a nice little run. I think it's gonna it's gonna yeah, be a, it's gonna be a nice little learning experience. But regardless of what happened, I I look at it as a nice little learning experience for this young team. Cause they got a lot of young players. They got they got a lot of young players. But but it's good for them. Cause now they can rebuild it, and they have one of the baddest young players in the league for once. And they can build from that. Build you know continue to build the culture from that. Build winning ways. Going into year three, I'm expect more from Sabrina. I'm going into year two. I'm gonna expect more from the other rookie as, as she gets better. And then we're just gonna have to go roll from there and see and see if now, if twelve wins can be sixteen wins next year, you know, and then just keep moving up from there. Like I don't I don't see this team getting out of the playing tournament if you want to call it that, right? With um any uh, with, um, with, um this um next year at all, you know what I mean? But pop in the next two years, yeah, by year two, year three, like if they continue on on an upward spiral on on an upward incline, I should say. They should no longer be one of the teams that that are that are doing this one game elimination. They should be one of these teams that has a buy sitting in the top four. So what I'm basically saying that from this, I'm hoping that this is enough of a learning experience by that in the next three to four years that the New York Liberty are a top four team in the league. So that, so that's that's one of the reasons I'll be watching them and playing very close attention because this is gonna make me pay attention not only this year to, but also. It kind of like sets sets the like the standard and the foundation for how I'm gonna start like judging them and, and watching them for next year as well too. I'm trying to think where else could they use a, a um a, a team at Oklahoma or Tennessee, some shit like that, right? You think um, you think that would be good there? A team in yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma or Tennessee? Oklahoma they ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah, right. Get them a WNBA team. I, I think Tennessee would work just because of how they treat the volunteers. You know, you can do, you can do, um... Because, and in that way, and then, and then as you know, like, a lot of teams end up, WME team, they end up drafted in their region a lot, too, sometimes. So, if they get a team, what's that? What are you saying? Like, like, uh, a team in Miami, a team in Utah, a team in Arizona. No, no, that's my bad, they got Mercury. But Utah... A team in Tennessee. Tennessee, Oklahoma. Utah? Yeah. They already got one in Seattle. Utah? Yeah, why not? Ain't nothing to do up there. Don't get fans. What about it? What about him? But also, I'm trying to think of a school. Well, does Utah have a have a good um college affiliate, women's college affiliation as well for them? Cause that's also what I'm trying to think about too. What what mm. which which states also have a decent women's college affiliation? That's just why I brought in Tennessee. Only because yeah. about you know what we can we can do there. I don't know what you like. South Carolina, possibly in the Carolina. Carolina, Carolina, has, Carolina has a lot of shit. I don't know if I want a women's team in that in that belty area. That's also Carolinas. why I, that's also why I frown on Utah a little bit. You do New Orleans. Yes, yes, yes. Call them, call them the New Orleans beads. <laughs> you know what? I hate you, yo. <laughs> 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 but yes, it just, yes. It just came. It just came out. So Miami, just, <laughs> Vegas, Tennessee, Green Bay. I don't know. I don't know. Wisconsin, yeah. by Chicago. They got Chicago sky. They already got Chicago. Yeah. They don't have a team in Philly, do they? Nope. Huh? Maybe 
Maybe Ben could play for them. <laughs> That'd be the only league. He acting like a bitch. <laughs> I think Philly could worry because they have a big market. I don't know. I don't really know how their women's team are. Oh no, Villanueva, right? Villanueva. What's that? Villanueva. Wait, is it Villanueva? No, I'm thinking of Virginia, maybe. So yeah, you can, yeah you can get a D, yeah you can get a DMC kind of team Detroit Maryland Washington because they don't have a, they they already have a Washington team they they have a Washington team right yeah I believe so yeah 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 they have they have uh, Washington Mystics yeah 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 I'm tripping I'm tripping I'm tripping so that's their DMC team mm-hmm they have a team in Indiana what? Yes, the food, the food, the, the food just got back together. They got the fever, right? Indiana fever, yeah. They got a team in Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going on tour. Fuji's are going on tour. Oh shit! Yeah, I may think Carolina or Philly would be the other one, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, well, unless they go to. No, they they got they got teams in Texas already. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't send anybody to Cleveland, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, they need to add those four teams. That's probably the four teams right there. That's probably the four locations. Get one to Tennessee, get one down in New Orleans. Get the one beats. Da- get one back down here in Miami. And one in Carolinas. Yeah, throw one over to Carolina. We gotta see God you gotta balance it out because we just did we just name four yeah, East Coast? You got if you do that you gotta do two West, two East. Did we just name four West East Coast teams? Cause okay, New Orleans can play in the West. Um, then we said Carolina, we said Miami, and who else? Utah. We ain't seen no fucking Utah. Stop it right now. <laughs> 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 Holy shit, who the fuck did we just say? I need to write this shit the fuck down so I can stop repeating the same shit that I just thought out loud. Okay. Oh, man. So we said one in New Orleans. We said one in Tennessee. We said one in Miami. Say Oklahoma? Did we say Oklahoma? Oh, there should be one somewhere in Oklahoma. That's just why I thought about Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I think we said Philly or some shit. Did we say Philly? No, we said Carolina. That's what we said. We mm-hmm. said Carolina. Philly, Carolina, Miami, and Tennessee. So, yeah, so we probably have to go, like, to Oklahoma. They already have one in Seattle. They're not gonna. They're not gonna flourish. They're not gonna flourish in Vancouver at all. We're not even gonna try that shit. Okay, let's do the Bay Area. But they already have a bunch of teams. What's going on, Poe? They already. They already got an LA team. Yeah, it's LA. You know. You know. Yeah, San Fran. Give them their own and team. My phone is huge as fuck. Sacramento, some shit. I can see it. I can see it. I can see a women's team in Sacramento though. I can definitely see a WNBA team in Sacramento. That would be dope. That'd be a nice place to live, too. I'm trying to think, I'm, I'm going up and down. I'm going, I'm going completely up and down. I'm like, after I get to like Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Tennessee should be viable options only because like the, the, those two because of their college affiliates. Like those mm-hmm. two should definitely, like should definitely be having. Because also that'll be an automatic rivalry. Actually, you know what? That probably should be the two West Coast teams. Right? Should be two of the West Coast teams. Yeah. We could get so we could get New Orleans in there. We could, actually so that's that's six teams they need to expand to: New Orleans, Tennessee, Miami, Carolina, Philly, and Oklahoma. Yeah. 
New Orleans, Tennessee, and Oakland, and Oklahoma can all go to the West Coast. You get Miami, Carolina, and Philly all over on the West, on, on the East Coast. Because eventually, they, they, need to, they, need to, they need to find a way to get the 16 teams. This at least gets them up to 14. No, wait. No, this gets them up to 18. There's 12 now. Mm-hmm. This gets them up to 18. So, yeah, good. We, we would have met our quota. <laughs> and that's even better. Because they can still put eight teams in the, in, 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 in the, um, in the playoffs. It doesn't, it's, not, it's not more than half the league. It's not half the league. It's a little less. Now it's only 40% of your league. 80%. 40% of your league. Now it's only 40% of your league. That's still doable. That's kind of the standard on a lot of leagues. Some leagues have a little bit more anyway now, professionally. But they have more teams. And in that way, you can possibly get away with this one-game elimination and just go with a... Uh, or if you do, then you put 10 teams in the league. Then you put 10 teams in the playoff. And you still do a one-game elimination between the bottom four. And that's basically what the, what's going on in the NBA right now is a playing game anyway. Yeah. Which, yeah, they're going to do it that way again. <laughs> yeah, they, oh, yeah, they're going to they're keep that up. That shit had way too much fanfare. It's not bad. I like it. You know, it, gives you, it gives it gives those teams that aren't that aren't freaking like you know gives the 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 Knicks and the and the Sacramentos and the and the Hawks the Hawks oh, no not the Hawks the Hawks not the Hawks the Hawks um maybe Chicago you know give them hope but yeah and also what happens is that Minnesota, it automatically it automatically it automatically means that a lot of like. Uh, it, it eliminates a lot of teams from tanking early. Like, you can't... Like it, it almost... It almost guarantees that every team has a chance. And if every yeah, team has a... Out. And if every team because has what? a chance, then you have... Out but, of, sorry? Out of what? 30, how many teams? 32 teams? Out of 32 teams, freaking... 20. 20. You know what I'm saying? So, Play in the, all, in the postseason. When you get a chance. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it forces... It forces teams that they, they can't tank, but also the way that I've also seen it happen already, it forces teams to make more offseason moves, better offseason moves, because everybody's like, we have a chance. We have a chance, and all you have to do is get in. And we just have to try to start getting getting ourselves in. Because you saw that happen. Chicago, New Orleans, New York. Right? Like they 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 doubled down on a little bit of talent that they had. They're like, okay, this is how we're gonna be playing this. We now have we now definitely have a chance to make this in here. To make it in here. So now that so now they're playing with a little bit more gusto, they're playing with a little bit more umph, a little bit more, a, little, a little bit more emphasis, yeah. a little more pep in their step for longer through the season. Some teams just don't have a chance, and 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 that and that's okay, we understand. But I guarantee you, for a long ass time, Cleveland's gonna be Cleveland's gonna be um is is going to be competitive. Yeah, they won't be. Yeah, they they'll be getting they'll be in the draft for a while. Like Detroit, they're gonna be competitive for a long ass time until you finally know, and they might not be out until what maybe fifty games in. Yeah, Detroit too. Versus, Detroit. versus some of these teams were quitting. What twenty five games in? Now some of these teams can't quit until like game fifty. Mm-hmm. And by that time, we're not even paying attention to them anymore. And by that time, it's like the the, the freaking trade block came and went. Exactly. And then we really know who's doing what. Exactly. Who was serious about trying to win games? Yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about something slightly serious, right? Shout out to the slightly serious podcast as well, um, and that is 
But also not those just slightly serious podcasts. Also shout out to WESN and also all of the podcasts that are on the on, on the on the rotation of the, of the on the WESN network where you can also catch the Mighty Sports podcast as well. Now can you catch the Mighty Sports podcast Mighty Sports podcast on the WESN network? You can catch us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. At. All you gotta do is tell your smart speaker for the latest episode of the MYT Sports podcast. Or if you're in the local, or if you're in the local South Florida area, you could come. You could just come and join us the first Wednesdays of every single month down at Chucky's Bar and Grill on Coral Springs and Royal Palm. Alrighty, let's get into a nice little list that I end up seeing, right? I end up seeing a nice little list, the NBA list, about the top 10 shooters of all time in the NBA. And I saw this list and I was like, you know what? This is a pretty nice list. And this is a pretty good list like, like to, to, go, to go and run over. So, I want to... Since we got Mark joining us on the Blue Chew Get In Hotline, right? And don't forget our Blue Chew code for, today, for this week is KJVH. Basically, KJ Very Horny. Right, right. So let's go ahead, and I want I want to play a little, a little, a little quick little guessing game with you, Mark. Alrighty. Poe and anybody else that would like to call into the or call into the show, go ahead and call into the show, and we can go ahead and play this all together. Alrighty. Mark, are you with me? Yeah. yeah. Alrighty. So, they named the top ten shooters of all time. Do you want to start taking a guess of who was on this list? Um, Clay. Okay. Curry. Oh, okay. Well, Clay, you just mentioned the number two player that they have on this list. Curry, they, they have. That's the number one person. No, they don't have Durant on that list. Did not make top ten, which which I, I might think kind of weird based off of like based off a couple of people that's on this list. But but Durant did not make it on this list. And I wonder if they said three point shooter. Did they, say, did they just say shooter? Let me go take a quick peek. Let me take a quick peek. Let me take a quick peek. Because if they said three point shooter, that would make a little bit of a difference, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, shoot. No, top shooter. No, top shooters of all time. Did it say three point? Of all time. Yes, oh. all time. Um shit. Um Wow. Uh, Jordan? No. Larry Bird? Yep, Larry Bird didn't make the list. Number six on the list. So you've gotten three of the top. There you go. Now you've gotten four of, of the ten. Ray Allen came in at number three. So you got the one, the two, the three, and the six. Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller did not make the list. <laughs> um. Actually, this is where. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can, are you able to Kobe. wait? Are you able to see my website? Uh, on my website, my my yeah, my website too. You can see it there. Are you able to see my Instagram page or any of my social media pages? I think I have this list uh, up, and if you can see it, you're gonna laugh at something. But Kobe is uh, not on this list. Kobe's not on it. Nope, wow. not as a shooter. That's all he did was shoot. <laughs> That's all he did was shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a couple? I gotta put the teams. Bernard King, no. 
Do you want a couple of hints? Yeah. Alrighty. Do you want a hint for the four, the five, the seven, the eight, the nine, or the ten? Just hit me with a team. Hit you with a team? Atlanta. Shoot it. Oh, Trey Young? No. <laughs> Okay, okay. I, I know it ain't Dominic Gogan. How about Phoenix? Or Dallas? Oh, Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Okay, here we go. We got Steve Nash, number nine. Jason Kidd? Jason Kidd, number four. He's not even a shooter, that's the funny part. But he's third on the all time all time three point shooting list. Dale, um, Dale Ellis? <laughs> no. So we have Toronto, we have Dallas, we have New Orleans, Dallas. and Atlanta. New Orleans? What, J.J. Reddick? Yup. J.J. Reddick came in at number eight. So we got the five left, the seven left, and the number ten. We got Dallas. Oh, Nabisky. There we go. Damn. <laughs> like I kept on saying that, like, like, yo, how he not mentioned Dirk yet? <laughs> Toronto. Toronto was what? Bosh? Uh, no. Oh, Vince. Yes. And Atlanta <laughs> is Kyle Crowe. I know it's Vince. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta is Kyle Crowe, number five for Atlanta. Kyle Crowe. Oh. It's the only team I could. It's the only team I could remember him on. I, I couldn't quite remember if he was really on Cleveland or not, or Miami. Yeah, he was on Cleveland. I remember. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he was on Cleveland. And Miami too. But he was a start. Yeah. But he was the starter and basically one of the lone people in Atlanta, though, wasn't he? Or was that Minnesota? Yeah, he, he, or was that Minnesota? Yeah, he, no, that's nah, not. He not, got buckets. No, he Minnesota buckets was Wally Zerbiak. <laughs> Wally Zerbiak. Yo, Wally Zerbiak still got records standing in Minnesota. It, listen, it's him and KJ and, and KG. So, I don't know if, like, listen, we have about three minutes left in the podcast. Did you have any problems with that list? And if you do, oh, who are you taking yeah. out? Who are you taking out? Hunter Colbert. <laughs> Kyle Colbert, Atlanta's number five. Going. Okay. Yeah, Atlanta's got to go. Shit. Put Kobe in that bitch as a shooter. <laughs> But I don't think they said greatest shooting guards. I think they said greatest shooters, of best shooters of all time. I mean, when they shoot, that shit goes splash on a high, at a high percentage. Let me see. Who the fuck? That's actually why I couldn't understand Kyle Culver. Who I couldn't understand was Steve Nash and Vince Carter. I could have found a couple... I, I, I could have found a couple of people to add in there besides them. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like who? See, and that's the thing about it. Now that, I'm, now that I'm trying to think about it on the spot now. Like, like I'm thinking maybe Paul Pierce, maybe. Nah. He was always, I like, he put, was a good shooter. I wouldn't put Paul Pierce on there. There's another guy. Um, Kyle, he's one of those Kyle Culver kind of guys. Yeah, I think he even may have won, like, a three-point contest once, or once before. I'm really trying to think. Shooters. Like so okay, so let me so so time for a little bit of unveiling, right? 
There's really only one person that 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 that. Well, I shouldn't say one person that that should be on this list that wasn't, and that's Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd belongs on this list. Now I know I told you that Jason Kidd was number four, but I, I lied. Jason Kidd was not number four on this list. On the list that I saw, Reggie Miller was number four, and I blacked out his name and I put Jason Kidd. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, I was like, yo, how's Reggie not on there? I was like, but stay quick with me. I would remove Steve Nash for Jason Kidd or Vince Carter for Jason Kidd, but I know that. But I also know that Vince Carter also had one of those careers that Jason Kidd also ended up having, where he also not, was in the beginning of his career. He wasn't known for a three point shooter, ended up becoming a three point shooter, and then by the time people realized he was a three point shooter, they just weren't guarding him still by muscle memory. And then also just played long enough to, 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 to also accumulate his name to, 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 for his name to be on the all-time numbers of most three-pointers made. Mm. I think Jason Kidd is like number three, and Vince Carter isn't far behind. Or, is, or isn't far off of that. Would you would you put would you put our boy on there? Reggie um, Miller? Who? No. Oh, uh, I know who I would put on there though. I would def so I would take out Steve Nash, I would take out Vince Carter, right? And I would definitely put Alan Houston on there. Houston, mm-hmm. and even um, what's his face? Um, I just said his name. Fuck. Sean Elliott. No, I just said his name. Big Shot Bob. No, what the fuck did I just say? Wayne Ellington. Oh, Mello Anthony. Mello. I don't know. You know, it's funny. I was just watching his, um, it was, it was somebody posted it. Mm-hmm. It was all a repost or some shit of him scoring 61 in the garden. I was like, oh, shit. Mm. That had to be some like, shit, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, like 37 in the first half. Sorry, B. I tried. Honest. You'll be coming out to the end. All the bandwidth in the world <laughs> couldn't keep me contained. No lag, no lag. Gonna share my 